0: Miniature soldiers, big opinions. This is the Conclave Podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the Conclave Podcast. Today is ADR Wargaming's birthday, essentially. Um, By that Uh. I mean it's not not actually his birthday, but it is of course the day where we know some of the sisters' rules because yesterday was preview day at the uh, point of release so uh or gaming I-, I would ask how are you doing but I imagine I imagine pretty well at this point
2: yeah yeah pretty excited um there, there's like there's been there's been a mixed reaction I think to the codex we'll talk about it more um further on but I think there's a little bit of salt but there's also quite a lot of sugar in the codex uh so you know and that always helps the medicine go down to quote uh, the great philosopher M Poppins um so yeah it's you know it, it it's it's mixed but i'm pretty excited i want to can't wait to get my pre-order
1: <laughs> yeah no yeah a lot of new models very very exciting and then of course i i have to mention reza reza how are you today
3: oh good thanks i'm um, i'm excited yeah. on behalf of adam
1: it is nice isn't it well as Adam yeah we are (laughs) very good at that in this hobby generally in the community is being excited for other people uh, when they get their rules despite despite all the moaning that we like to do uh, we are pretty good at that and last but no I'm gonna I'm gonna say least um, is because he's (laughs) currently shirtless I I need to just point this out for listeners at home is Quipster Quipster how are you and why haven't you got a shirt
0: on I am melting that is how I am doing so people don't know this, but my flat, the West? <laughs> literally, like my flat is painted black on the outside and the insulation is fantastically good. So I'm looking at my thermostat and it says 29 degrees. And because we're obviously recording a podcast, I can't have any of the windows open because I live on a main road. So you're going to see me get, well, these guys are going to see me get progressively more sweaty as this goes on. So I am wearing clothes, I'm wearing shorts. I've shown the guys that I'm wearing shorts, um, and I have had to put a tea towel on the, uh, on the chair behind me to absorb the back sweat, but uh, this is why I'm currently That's gross. not wearing
3: a towel. <laughs> that, that is yeah. literally disgusting. <laughs>
0: like, you always yeah. give too much information. How do
3: you do I this
1: consistently every no time? No apologies <laughs> for this. Just don't mention any parties today.
2: If you would like, a, an, a, if you would like an ASMR spin spin-off uh, of Quipster peeling himself off the sofa, let us know. We'll get it recorded for you.
3: Like, oh God.
1: <laughs> fantastic okay well um okay well let's let's move on we will certainly circle back around to sisters but before we do so we are just going to talk for a bit about the faq so if you're new to 40k every year essentially gw will update the main rules of the codex and uh, update the uh, points points inside of the for all of the factions as well. And they they can happen more than once a year through other many little ways. But there's mainly one big FAQ, and now it's called the Munitorum something or other. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's basically field manual. manual. Yeah. Munitor yeah. and Field Manual. Well done, Ed. You, you got that. You didn't get there. Adam told you what it was. bad job, Ed. Um, but yeah. So th- this is this is a pretty big deal. This kind of sets the. I know we have rules regularly in 40k, and so it feels like to us everything's a big deal. But this is a quite a big deal because this will kind of set the tone for the next year of 40k. So, guys, um, first impressions. Let's let's go from that. Um, so, Quipster, how are you feeling about? The game of forty K from what from what you've read so far? Uh,
0: pass I'm still reading it, so maybe go to someone else first. <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. Has anybody actually read the rules? <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, I've had a look at them. I've had a look at them. Um, okay. I think, I mean, what do we, do we want to talk about? Because I guess there's 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 two sides to this, right? There's the changes to, um, I mean, and I guess it moves away from the FAQ, but there are changes to missions, the way that they work. There are changes to secondaries. Um, and there are also then the FAQ changes to armies themselves. So, I mean, on, on a kind of high-level view on both of those, I think it's been quite interesting. So, on the missions point, I say there's been changes not, and nothing has really changed. To be honest, like there, there, there's some renaming and stuff, but fundamentally they work kind of the same. Um, the, the go on. I Sam, think it, yeah. I do. No, I do. I do think
1: there are some good changes there. I do think many more are because I do think there was a saturation in the the secondaries people were taking like oh. you know, just as an example the psychic ones are now much better
2: yeah sorry much, i, sh- I should have been yeah. clear when i said i'm talking yeah. about the actual missions themselves right they just fundamentally haven't oh been. okay we haven't seen any new missions come out i guess is my right. point. Sorry. right sorry whereas and i, th- I think right. one of the one of the because I, I completely agree with you on the secondaries, which I'll get to in a second. Because mm. the, the missions, I think one of the, the things that some people maybe were looking for, and I've, I've seen a bit of criticism knocking around on social media, which I, I kind of agree with, is, G-Dubs, give us some new missions, right? Give us some new mission sets. Mm. I know we have them in um, campaign books that are coming out, but like let's be honest, the match play missions are the ones that certainly competitive play will be using. They're the ones we're going to be seeing at tournaments. Is it not possible to have maybe 20-odd missions in a book, you know, on whole, and they rotate through them every you know every time we get a new update so that the kind of the tournament scene changes a little bit that might be quite
3: interesting um but you're yeah, like a new season might yeah it, it's a i mean yeah, it's, it's it's
2: a minor criticism it's more something it's not something that's um wrong mm. with the current missions more that they just haven't refreshed them what they have refreshed as you absolutely rightly say saman is the secondaries those have changed the psychic ones are a lot better now um they've they've sort of changed some and they've given them like Slightly jankier names. My my favourite being, uh, deploy scramblers has changed. So deploy scramblers, I think, was often a default choice for competitive play. Why did play. they change the name? Yeah, it's because What is it now? It's called uh, I, Re- it's retrieve, just, Octaris retrieve data.
3: Octarius. data. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which
2: just takes. Bizarre. It
1: just. It just costed me. You know seconds (laughs) of my life because i had to be like wait which one is this (laughs) exactly and i was like gw i want those seconds back it was so unnecessary Um,
2: but the but Um, that change is actually a really good um kind of demonstrator of, of what they've done so people who don't know deploy scramblers was basically you did an action one in your deployment zone one in the kind of no man's land between the two and one in the enemy's deployment zone by the end of the game you got vp for doing those and at the end of the game they all the, there was an end the game objective you had to deploy all three to get the points basically so it was very all or nothing but it was quite popular because people had you know you saw a lot of people taking cheap units that you can drop in at the you know near the end of the game come in from deep strike come in and do uh the uh, the final one in the enemy deployment zone you know or you know mid, mid game come in do it in the uh do it somewhere in the middle and then move into the deployment zone right so you saw like lictors and stuff and you know, the took death cult assassins you saw these like cheapo units that were pretty pants otherwise but were like quite good for this sort of thing um they've changed it now so it's harder to max out because you have to do it in every single table quarter once so you have to do it four times um but it's no longer like an end of game thing you get points for sort of every single one you do so it's harder to max but it's it's it, it offers the opportunity to get more points uh, sorry to, to more consistently get points over the game so it's less all or nothing and i think again that you know t- to your point uh ed saman that, that that's actually quite a good change and that makes it a more interesting objective i think to be taking
1: yeah i i think that. Yeah, the changes to secondaries are. Um, I think probably because I've yeah I've I've seen many comments online as well, and, and I think they're being a bit undervalued. I think we're going to see a much better spread. Um, I think Mikey from Hellstorm actually did a pretty good video before on on the uh, rates at which secondaries were being taken, and and there there was some uh, and it wasn't terrible to be fair, but there there was definitely um, some some negativity in in the from my point of view in terms of we were seeing the same things again and again. So I do hope that we see a better spread now. And I, yeah, I definitely think yeah things like the psychic, they're not stupidly good. Like it's not like you have a psychic, you're going to get loads of points. But before I, I just was never taking them. And uh, yeah, in terms of how, in terms of how you want to like I love that. Although that yeah I do love that in terms of how you want to cover the ball or how you want to you know control the centre. There are, or, or if you just want to be killing stuff, there are multiple ways to go about that now that i think are valid um so hopefully this is going to be really positive yeah. for the game i um, think that- Reza, oh. what about you? I was going to say, oh, so
2: one final point, on the psychic front as well, obviously we know we are getting uh, a Grey Knights, Thousand Suns box and we know the psychic heavy armies really haven't had the updates yet. So, you know, the Nids, Eldar and stuff presumably going to come down the line. So it, it's it, it's good that those secondaries are getting reworked now so they are much more attractive. Just so that, you know, if you play one of those armies when your codex comes out, presumably you're also going to have some faction-specific psychic stuff in there. But then you will have a, you know, a wider range yeah. of options, which I think is good.
1: Yeah, and as as a poor the witch, like if if they give Grey Knights a secondary that is like cast psychic powers, you win, and get loads of points. I'm I'm kind of okay with that because it's as I know they nerfed the poor the witch before, but it's still the case that if you play against Thousand Sons or Grey Knights, you just get 15 points if you don't have a Psyker. and I I don't like that. I just don't like that as a secondary. Um, yeah, I don't know exactly how I would write a poor the witch because. If you make the points too low, it wouldn't be worth taking at all versus uh, general armies. But I, I just, just don't like the Grey Knights players get that disadvantage, personally. Um, yeah, so Reza, what about you, mate? Did you have any impressions
3: just overall from... Um, we can move on to points if you want to move on to points or, d- or just on the general kind of... I have, I have I have a general rule one which I think all of us are going to be quite excited and agree about. Especially me and you, Ed, as we like to talk about Baneblade <laughs> so much. That there is a rule <laughs> change now where if you bring a super... Heavy Auxiliary Detachment. I think I said that right. Now, um, it basically costs you one CP to bring a Baneblade as long as your Warlord, uh, as long as the the Baneblade, for example, matches what your Warlord's army is. So you have the same, like, keyword. Mm -hmm. So it'd be like, I actually actually, got... I actually sadly don't get that. <laughs> yeah. Oh, don't you? <laughs> no, I'm so, so for um, rubbing it in your face. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, fuck it.
1: you, Ed. I just thought it was, uh, I just thought it was funny. Um, because, yeah, the, the when you play Gene Silico, if you take a Brood Brothers attachment, there is no uh, keyword that will match Patriarch. So, Wait, it's almost there. Yeah, almost there. I totally agree, Rich. And I'm, I'm very, cool. very, very pro cool. this change. There are a bunch of things that I hope see play now and yeah like you know um I remember sorry the first siri podcast. was excited about that change as well if you heard that <laughs> super <laughs> heavy what i remember the <laughs> i remember in the first podcast we spoke about the um yeah mm. and, it, and like it was, it's like great, pretty pretty all right data sheet but 3cp is a yeah. huge tax and so it will be really interesting to see these kind of things come out um, mm. so I don't
3: know why they worded it it's so complicated. Because reading it, it's like you get plus two CP now. When well, they could have just said it now costs one CP. That's actually an interesting point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Um, it's forty yeah. k, isn't it? It's literally like like the new fight. Like so, the new you know, with the, how they clarified how fight last works and fight first works. I just don't know why they just can't go. You fight last or you fight first, and it actually means what it means, rather than it actually means that you basically don't count as charging in some scenarios mm. cause they can... anyway that's a that's a that was my one thing i've also taken away that i didn't like ed if you <laughs> just go further yeah. on but we can go well, to there was there was actually the one other thing <laughs> yeah. i should mention.
0: Well... um which has been really important especially for uh, jukari at the moment there's been a lot of janky stuff with uh deep striking and um and charging from less than nine inches mm. um and it's interesting that yeah, oh, the, the Pythagoras, Pythagoras thing. Here. And so it's, yes. it's really nice. Yeah, literally. Because yeah. that's why we like this game. Maths. Um, but You know what, it's though? Been... You know what, though? <laughs> when we
2: were in school, when we had to do trigonometry, and you were like, well, I'll never use this. It's never going to come in handy. You get into Warhammer for a little while there. If you were being a dickhead, you could use it very efficiently.
3: <laughs> so... <laughs> Yeah. I forgot all of it. So yeah. it was you well, the it thing me. is, it wasn't...
1: Well, that was the thing. And, and this is why it's a bit more interesting because, and I, I, I do agree with what you're saying, Adam, but at the same time, it wasn't just like, this wasn't the rules as written thing because the example, GW actually put an example in the rule because everyone thought, oh, people are being dickheads here, quite rightly. And then GW went, oh no, this is the example. This is how it's supposed to be played. You're supposed to be getting eight, inch, eight seven inch charges off of deep strike and everyone went are you sure mm-hmm. and so uh gw put that in and then everyone went no gw yeah. that's that's crazy
0: and now yeah, it away. Um, they take
3: it it's it's much more <laughs> elegant this way. Uh, so yeah they, they
0: just declared if you're out of deep strike it is a nine inch charge full yeah. stop unless well, you have plus one to charge Bloody well yeah well
2: I, well I was gonna i, I guess this this kind of does fall in the points in that it's more under the faction specific um stuff but they they made a, a few other cleanup changes um in in the faction specific rules which i thought were actually really good so um search on a couple of them uh so for demons for chaos players um you can no longer kind of summon and destroy your own uh, benefits that you get because the demons you summon in are actually kind of treated as having uh the 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 sort of correct keyword so they're not going to come in and then cause you to lose your rules by virtue of having you know the rules that say all your units in a detachment must have whatever keyword right so it allows you to kind of get around that so death guard is a good example you summon in a death guard you a death you summon in a demon not sure why you want to do that in death guard but if you did you're not gonna um end up kind of breaking your rules and then losing all the benefits of being being death guard um another one actually for death guard was quite good and i'm saying this just because i've been playing a lot of games with my death guard lately um is the inexorable uh advance i think it's called rule change um which was this weird interaction where death guard have a rule called inexorable advance that means basically you you ignore movement modifiers and and penalties um that's part of your kind of ability to sort of slowly move across the battlefield and you know always be rapid firing and everything like that um the this was kind of messed up by craters and things like that like you they they sort of clarify in the book it yeah in the book it read initially if i remember rightly and other death guard players correct me on this but i think in the codex initially it basically said you just ignore them right which made sense because that's the whole point Hmm. you ignore movement and modifiers and penalties and then in the um, FAQ, they then went back and said, "Actually, no. This does mean that you know, craters and such will will um, sort of mess you up a little bit." And the 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 the, the they've now FAQed it so that it 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 affects your move characteristic, but it doesn't reduce your movement entirely so i know it sounds weird but basically the way the wording works in the rules it means that you aren't affected by the modifiers in quite in, in in the original way that the codex intended which makes sense otherwise it's just this weird interaction um but anyway that's death guard minutiae more importantly and i think something we're all happy about is they fixed a lot of the janky crap that De- Drakari were pulling yay, yay. goodbye okay. oh go
0: on this is i was gonna say this is bad for your new Drakari force <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> i mean to be honest i didn't like so one of one of the interesting things right is the um the it was the what are they call the little flamey pistol things um the the liquefiers like it, it, it's pretty obvious they were going to change that so i didn't really i i never thought about sort of building into them because it's also one of the things about you know sticking along with you know as i said they didn't do it in this codex but we talked about it previously about sticking with what comes in the box um also because i pretty sure liquifiers i mean again probably because they're so popular were just very hard to get hold of if you did want them um but they fixed mm. it now so they've got rid of the dark technomancers change where you could overcharge them um i'm reliably informed there is some weird interaction you can still do on dark technomancers if you bring a chronos because a chronos has sort of um uh like uh auto hitting flamer type weapons that you could boost up the, the damage of that um with the uh, with the dark technomancers ability but um yeah the 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 Horrific thing. I think it's I think uh, they just have no. twin,
1: don't they? I thought, I thought they just had twin and then they, they, they no, did that's, so that's that it the was Talos, also, didn't they?
2: So the Talos has twin liquefiers, the racks have liquefiers. Right. What a, a Kronos has, has is a spirit siphon and a spirit or a spirit vortex, uh, which are both assault d6, uh, 12 and 18 inch weapons, basically. Uh, strength 5, minus 2, 1 damage. It's very similar, um, but because the rule refers specifically to liquefiers, uh, it technically does still affect the spirit siphon. But to be honest, if you're spending all your money on lots of Kronos, then fine. Yeah, think... yeah, we can live with yeah, that. They fine. also fixed the, the Razor Flail interaction that we've talked about previously, um, where with Competitive Edge you just got, like, not endless, but lots and lots and lots and lots of attacks, um, and they fixed that interaction that sort of regenerated themselves. So we've, we've, they've fixed that interaction now, which is good. And I think, honestly, Dracari is still really bloody good. It just gets rid of some of the madder crap that they could do.
1: Well, not even not even just jukari are really good like oh like Liquify yeah. rack spam is still maybe the best army in the game <laughs> yeah like that's how good that was, yeah, it, was exactly. it was the best thing and then just made it stupid um because yeah um so yeah. or at least it's definitely up there so cool all right well let's uh, let's 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 keep going on the points train or just faction rules hmm. train so quipster um, so not necessarily, just your armies, but did anything kind of stand um, well, out to as, you, good or as bad? It's, <laughs> as it's me, of course, I only, only paid it?
0: attention to my armies. Um, so more specifically, custodies. Um, it, it's interesting no what doubt. we've seen so far from the points. Um, the Caladius Grav Tank got uh, 20%. twenty uh, percent. Christ, that'd be amazing. 20% reduction. No, uh, 20 point, point decrease. And the Talamon got 20 points plus uh, in the points I mean, if you've got... I mean, they kind of do very similar things on on, on the field. Um, I would be... The meta for Custodians at the moment was to take a Talamon or two, so I can understand them uh, kind of nerfing that a little bit and making it more viable to take one as opposed to two, because two could potentially be quite oppressive um, to someone. Uh, especially if you're taking the Storm Cannon array, because that's just a lot of shots into someone. Um, you can just wipe big things at a time with two of those. Um, so, yeah, I totally get that. Um, everything else, it's like Wardens got a 5%, uh, 5% 5 point reduction as well. Wardens, you never see played at the moment, to be honest. They're not a very competitive choice. You take them because you love the models, um, and the models do look fantastic um but yeah other than that it's with custodies you expect everything to be expensive really like there are very few times when i've seen like points changes really stack up and in eighth edition actually it was interesting because the points changes that stacked up meant that custodies just got more and more cheap so i remember there was that one time i've talked about in the podcast before a one time where i went to see uh liam to do a bat rep with him and I realized that I physically didn't have enough models in the list because suddenly the the points changes had come out the day before and that was something that you saw over eighth um, and it was yeah it's it. W- I'm not seeing that kind of in- incremental uh, change in the points as we go on um, kind of one one thing I, w- I did want to say though that's been very interesting yeah. um, is I've talked to a few people um, about the Sorry, this is my tangent for this. I mean, this, is, this is the right turn. I hope everyone's ready. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've talked to a couple of people about the consistency of rules changes, erratas, FAQs, etc. cetera, um, because sometimes it can be quite hard to keep up with. I'm intrigued to sort of see what you guys think about this as well, because like, we keep up with everything because we're super invested. But like, for example, Will, uh, one of my buddies from school, he'll play maybe a game a month if if the world was open um won't pay that much attention to points changes or faq's etc and so at times it's been really hard for him to keep up and i've had to say to him like no that actually doesn't work like that anymore um but what do you guys think about the consistency of rules change it so i think <clears throat> i think the first thing i w- i would say actually um which I, re- yeah,
1: I really agree with what you said, is in terms of mm. um, not seeing many points drops. Um, I will go on later about why I am not a fan of this. But I will say that, uh, to to clarify, for people that maybe are new to new to Warhammer in 9th, in 8th edition what we saw was we saw all the points come out and then there were very few, very few points increases. Mm. Um, it pretty much they just kept, if things were good, they left them as they were. If things weren't seen very much, they dropped the points. And this, I think GW has changed their mindset on this because they want less models on the board yeah. in Ninth edition, interestingly. But so yeah, yeah, I thought that was something interesting that you said there. In terms of will updating PDFs confuse people too much? So if it's the core rules, I agree. I think changing the core rules is, is regularly, it's going to be tough and silly. Um, but in terms of faction rules, when there are factions that are just, when there are things that just can't be played, like like, sorry that's a very strong that's very strong terminology when things are really difficult to play and you have such a mathematical disadvantage when playing them the idea that you wouldn't change the rules to make them just usable i just i just don't understand it i just don't understand why why you wouldn't do that um but so yes in terms of core rules totally agree you know it's gonna be very difficult for some people but faction rules you know you only have to learn your faction's rules you know, let's face it. You, you know, that's all you have to know. And uh, keeping up with a PDF in this day and age, I just don't. I don't see it being a, a problem on the whole, especially when the benefits are so huge. I just think they're massive.
3: I don't think it's any different to a video game nowadays. Like Call of Duty, when you the game updates, it comes out of patch notes, and it literally like it's a it's a, a, a on the page. Yeah, where...
2: I, I, I think I think this goes to a point. I, well, I well, I was about to say this. This does go to a point I was about to make, which is I think for people maybe like us who are very, you know very invested in the game who are very invested in especially competitive play let's be honest then it, it is it is very useful it clarifies a lot of these weird rule interactions i agree with sam 100% when it's the core rules that fundamentally change that definitely makes it harder for new or more casual players to keep up when it's faction specific it is it is maybe still difficult but like well if you want flavorful factions then that's the kind of price you pay so you have to sort of live with that but uh, let's be honest, I think a lot of this stuff that's come up is, is quite niche, right? Really. Like, a lot of this stuff the FAQs clarify that is more fundamental about, like, yeah. you know, remaining stationary and, and whether you can do these Pythagorean, you know, short charges and stuff. I mean, I guess I'm picking that's a bad example because we do have a lot of stuff that deep strikes. But, like, in a casual game, you got got to come down and say, I've got a nine-inch charge, you know, is it really going to matter too much, you know?
1: Yeah. I was... I also, I also find – and the other reason I'm, I'm pro this is because I also think that – the so the people like Will who play once a month, getting the rules dead on every time just doesn't matter. Like if you're exactly. – like this is the thing. When you're a competitive player, making sure the rules are all right matters. If you're not a competitive player and you – like you, we've talked about before in the podcast and half your rules are wrong, nobody cares. It doesn't I – don't, I, don't, I don't get that – Complain, like, and this is the thing. And I I'd always, I, I've said this point in the podcast to clarify my points of view on things, because I n- never will ever expect the game to be 100% balanced. I'm not going for that. I just don't understand when there are some things that are so bad, like so bad, and you're at such a disadvantage to play these armies. I don't understand how you don't change them. And in terms of like, as niche. In terms of things like, like, so I want to talk about my, like one of my factions, Gene Stealer Cult. They reduced the Atalan Jackals by two points. That's such a small change. I just want to know the logic behind how you come to that decision. They looked at the entire range and the 35% win rate for GSC has been for about a year. It's about a year. So and GW do not <laughs> write books 2 years in advance. Um, like like the, Bicycle. Just, that's just I fun. don't understand how you don't change them <laughs> or make things better. Yeah, I, I but like but it's such yeah, the a, but then it's, cool. it's still a meaningless change. Like you're you're still not going to see Athlan Jackals. You're still not going to like it's meaningless. So uh, I don't understand it i just don't it, it i try to be very pro GW. i'm generally quite pro gw and like i think they do do a really good job and i love ninth edition and i think that they are nailing the codex so hard but i just don't get this mentality of just like in the meantime let's just leave it because the codexes are coming because it's like no because that's a year or so gsc will probably be the last codex if you look at like eighth edition like so we just i just i'm not supposed to play them competitively for a year i don't understand i don't get it i don't know
0: yeah, I mean, I will say, I will say as well. On a on a totally unrelated, note <laughs> uh, someone has just asked me on Instagram uh, how I do my yellow, and I thought I should inform you guys. Well, thank you for that. Thank you for that, Kristan.
3: Yeah, you just went on a yeah. tangent to then go um, on another yep. tangent.
0: Yep, that's what I did. This is what
1: I'm here for. But uh, yeah, Rich. So, what about you then, mate? Any any? N- not necessarily your faction. Oh. It could be any faction. How do you how do you feel about?
3: So. And the, the point changes i i i i have mixed feelings but i one one of the feet so the, the negative things i have i know are, are unjustified it's like it's just me being you know bitter about my own faction I say bitter because um it's not really that bad but one thing i thought was really cool was one of my like factions i'm growing or building is bane blazer minus 40 points, so 40 points cheaper. Woo! this is literally just me talking about bane blazer all the time mm-hmm. uh but also swarm lords, which I just think are a super awesome model, are cheaper as well, which mm. would be really cool to see more of them on the table. So something that I don't collect. Um, and if I'm on the flip side for my Blood Angels faction, uh, my list is basically sixty to seventy points more expensive now. So I'm just having to work out what I'm dropping to make my list work because they've uh, with the changes to the Apothecary and um and stuff the the sanguine priest or jump pack is like 160 150 points sanguine guard are two points more expensive per model which is doesn't sound like a lot but when you're a blood in your player they've so caught Mm -hmm. your list it does add up so um but that's just me being bitter i mean blood in, i've got a new codex i can't complain uh we're in a a yeah i mean i think yeah i
1: think i think the ninth edition codex is a rule in um a good spot i know that some Necrons players would, would have liked some additional changes because they're not doing badly I would say but you know they I think are maybe a touch below the curve and I think definitely some of the uh, Space Marine factions could do with some slight buffs here and there. Oh but, no! Um, <laughs> Imperial Fist. Yeah. What? Who said that? But but I, oh I think. Oh my god. What what, what what I I just Why I just have this you thing say, like you I, say I, I I I think they're doing a, like I like everybody knows I love Ninth Edition. I think Ninth Edition is by far and away the best version of the game, and mm. I just but I just it's just this mentality of just like oh well let's like you like for example my thing is that Gene steel Cult rules are great they are great rules there's not there's like I, obviously the ninth edition rules will probably be better but like the rules are fine like how the uh, harlequins rules the eighth ed sister rules were fine to compete with ninth ed codexes you, you just need the points to, to, to do it and they could do it and they don't and i just don't get it i just don't get it. i don't get what I, I, don't know. I don't know if i'm missing something here but um it's odd it's odd to me um okay i promise i'm gonna start moaning now um I, <laughs> I don't yeah. have
2: the answer for you,
3: but uh, it's all right. It's
2: all right. I will. I will do some moaning. Um, I will change when we get to the Sisters Codex, just so we can have some even evening out of the moaning. Don't worry.
3: <laughs> oh, well, you said Necrons. One one thing I'm quite happy to see was that actually a points decrease on the Locust Heavy Destroyers mm. because I I just really like those models. They look stunning. really cool, and I the wanted awesome. to get cool. a few. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, and uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, no one no one
2: really takes them either. No. So it's a good good. Uh, it's good to see them getting yeah. a, getting a drop. There you go. Ladies and gentlemen, you heard it here first, right? Monolith and local studies to <laughs> meta. That
0: that's, would be. That's the way amazing. we're going. <laughs> Baneblade
2: Bane, Bane, meta, right? well. <laughs>
3: yeah, Baneblade meta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's me done. Um, awesome. Yeah, yeah war gaming. What do you, guess, what do you think? That's yeah. no, right. <laughs> mm. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Yeah. But I had
2: uh, no, I I think they're good. I think the changes are good. Um, I'd say for my factions, some of the stuff that they clarified around Death Guard. I mean, Death Guard didn't really get much in the way. I say my factions. I mean, God, at this point, they're all my factions. There no, are. Except I the am orcs. the Warhammer. Uh, in terrible. Yeah, except well, except orcs, except Imperial Guard, World Eaters. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, um, but yeah, the the um, the the changes they did, I think, are, are pretty good. I think there are some. Uh, you know, I, I sympathise at 100. There are some where they just they haven't made changes maybe we'll get something sooner rather than later but you know it's holding out hope so i think you're right it would be nice if they actually just adjusted some things to make stuff a bit more playable for players of those factions in the meantime um but yeah uh, the ones the things that have changed i think were, were broadly pretty good um and and where stuff has taken hits it hasn't been too bad and where we have seen stuff come down so like me swarm lord uh, is a great one for the tyranids um because he's just cool i need to he's based i've got him sat next to me but i need to actually paint yeah. the damn thing um but yeah. yeah it's overall pretty good i think Sorry, it's a really, really lame. Really lame answer. Yes, overall, yeah, I, I think, think yeah, good. I, yeah, um, <laughs> I definitely think
1: there are some interesting things. So I think that um, maybe the reason for the lack of points drops is because even if the army is overall worse, I think maybe GW views this idea of having not having too many models on the board as a higher objective for them, which I can kind of understand. Um, that makes sense. And I do also think that a lot of the things suggest to me that they're looking at um, the codex is coming out a lot more because, um, like, as you use crypts example, like it's the it's the forge world stuff that's changed. So because that stuff mm-hmm. needs to fix fit, fit with the new book, um, they don't really care about it fitting with the book that uh, that is now. So. so yeah, all right. Well, that is that is. Let's call the uh, FAQ review there. Any, anybody got anything else to add?
3: uh
0: no i think i can think of not for uh not for the faq and not. points
3: a great great and thousand suns was a bit messy because it's yes like they to be really fair yeah because they we, we probably should mention that <laughs> yeah so as, as yeah. if you have a look yeah. in the
1: uh, um in the points changes you can see the um new um thousand suns model that uh that's uh, got a, a name now it's can coming you? out uh yeah it's got the it's got the changes uh and yeah, uh, obviously there's new points for uh, castellan crow castellan Incredible crow um, yeah all very very exciting and yeah i think it looks like it looks like you know and it's very soon to tell but it looks like gw may be getting back up to that once every two weeks release date so hopefully that's the thing once the codex is come i'll be so happy i just i just people we're playing again now yeah. and i just i would love it if i could go toe to toe with all these amazing codexes with the armies that i love i just feel like now i have to go oh i have to play dark mm. angels if i want to play I don't want to feel like that. So, or um, we'll just get my ass handed to me. Yeah. So let's <laughs> let so let's move on then to something <laughs> that is going to be certainly very very joyous, which is of course the new Adeptus Sororitus Codex. This is a fascinating Woo. one, I think, because obviously they were one of the well they were the last Codex of um, Eighth Edition, and it was a huge project for GW to come up with these rules. They went through multiple iterations. The Beta Sisters Codex was entirely different, and then we had the ninth edition Codex. Sorry, the eighth edition Codex, and now we've got the ninth edition Codex, which is you know basically the same with with some tweaks. Uh, sorry, that, that's probably a bit simpler, simplification. I think the overall vibe is it's quite similar, I would say, but um, there are definitely some, some changes um, between the two. So um, I, I, I'll, I'll pass it over to Quipster, and I'm joking. I'll pass it over to Adi. Wargaming <laughs> of course, to 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 give us his his reaction to it.
2: I put my put my pope hat on. I've got the braziers burning. I've got some heretics nicely barbecuing down the road. We're all good. No, okay. So, the sisters' codex. So this is as you say, Sam. Man, it is very interesting. uh, What they've done to it. Um, and the changes they've made i will start off by saying if you are a sisters player already you will look at this book and initially you will probably think it's a nerf because all of the stuff or a lot of the stuff that you relied on for your sisters for competitive sisters lists uh, in the end of eighth edition and throughout the start of ninth and let's be honest sisters have been one of if not the best certainly pre-drakari armies in the meta um, and capable of you know, playing the game really well, trading out, I mean, again, people talk about Jakari, one of the things that makes them so strong is they trade really well, this idea of, you know, you chuck units in, oh, they die, well, it doesn't matter, because they've just killed something worth double their value, right? Sisters were very good at that. If you read the book from that, you're gonna go, oh my god, they've <laughs> killed my army. Now, that is an unreasonable reaction because actually um, um i think one of the things i've seen in all the reviews i've read uh, all of the 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 commentary on it is the same which is the more you read the book the more you see that actually what this is is a side grade right or a change your play style book i would i would say right the the there are some things which are a little bit questionable i would still say um some of those are sister specific some of those actually extend to a whole bunch of other armies uh, which i will get to shortly um but overall i think the change is pretty cool and also we're getting a whole bunch of new models i mean if you're watching bat reps of people playing sisters at the moment they're bringing the lists that they have right which don't include the new supreme commander Val, who's really really good um they don't include the new yeah, they don't include the new uh, Celestian sacristans, uh, or sacrosants, I should say, the uh, sort of new tougher Celestians, um, and obviously they don't include uh, Paragon Warsuits, suits. Uh, although I think there's some debate about how competitive they will be, but we will we will get to that. Um, so I think in terms of the headlines from the book, the overall things to bear in mind is they've they've adjusted the internal balance a lot a lot more right so in 8th edition 9th edition early 9th edition one of the things we've seen is that bloody rose and uh, order of the valorous heart from your sort of your your holy orders your 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 chapter tactics if you will um they were the dominant pair and they probably will no longer be the dominant pair because what they've done is they've made all the other ones really quite good um so to give you an example bloody rose is still largely the same so if you want to build a melee army um, you're probably still going to lean into bloody rose still give you that plus one attack plus one um, additional ap in melee on the charge if you're charged etc it has got rid of the slightly weird um like minus one ap on pistols um but that you know may have quite a big effect if you're somebody that really likes seraphim so i really like seraphim seraphim were really good They seraphim by the way if people don't know are the uh, jump pack equipped sisters with yep yeah, with <laughs> rich is doing like the like brup br- br- gang thing um yeah with the two pistols uh they were really good uh in bloody roads maybe not so good now but maybe have some other uses um they have made things like ebon chalice which i think saw some play as a like a supreme command detachment at the end of eighth and that was about it because it generated miracle dice they've made that really good you get to turn on your sacred rights two of them at the same time that you pick and they're always on for the entire game and bear in mind for anyone who knows the sisters codex the sacred rights which are the army-wide bonuses that you get you either pick one or roll for two uh, normally is the way it works um those are still really good they still have the uh plus one advance and charge and they still have the exploding sixes in melee so you could quite easily build uh, an ebon chalice uh you know doubling up on those if you really want to go all in on on melee combat you know and you don't necessarily have to be bloody rose to do that um another handy thing they fixed i should say about sacred rights is one of the things i was moaning about um in um in in i think our chat with uh, with liam actually which is that you know you on this table if you roll double the way it used to work if you roll double you just got one that was it there was no re-roll now they've said you know much like with dracari on their uh, drugs tables and things like that if you roll double uh, you get to roll again simple as that so small fixes um the ar- the way the army works as well the some of the other big i guess headline changes um to pick on a unit ret- retributors very very popular unit they're the girls with the multi-melters that you will have seen in every competitive tournament they had a neat little trick where they both avoided um any minuses from moving and firing heavy weapons built into their data sheet and they had a stratagem uh which extended the range of their multi-melters by uh six inches so obviously gave you you know additional three inches on your half range and gave you plus one damage now that that originated in the era before um, the melter change, so you effectively ended up with D6 plus three damage at half range, which is a bit nuts. These girls can fire, obviously, you know, two shots a time from a multi-melter from four of them, so eight shots initially. You then had you then had uh, armorium cherubs you brought with the unit for five points, uh, and you or five points each. You bring two of them. You burn the cherubs. You fire two of the girls again, so you get another four shots. Right that will go through a Primarch, that will go through Jeez. a Titan, if you want it to. Um, like, it was pretty nuts, so I, I've seen a lot of Sisters players going, oh, oh it's very upsetting, and look, I'm somebody who has, I have, a, I have some multi-melter re- retribures, I don't have, like, 15 of them, which is what some people were building into, um, but yeah, like, it wasn't an unexpected change that that has gone. Um, other changes have come through in, as I say, side grades, so to pick on another very popular unit that, again, And I'm doing this, by the way, like this because I'm doing it as hopefully units that people who even if you don't play sisters, you may have come across these or you may have seen them across the table. So you'll kind of get an idea of the kind of changes that have happened. So the other one I'll pick on is uh, Repentia, who are your crazy, crazy eviscerator wielding sisters who have been done something naughty and they're told to repent for your sins we're going to take away all your guns we're going to take away your armor and send you into battle with a big old chainsword and you just got to kill people um they have changed slightly so one of the things is that they have lost their there's there was an advance and charge strat that has gone so a lot of people when they read the book went oh no there go my there go my um uh my uh repentia they're now rubbish they're not They've still got the same stat line. They've also got a really cool fight on death ability now. So if someone heroically intervenes into you, you're going to murder them back for it. Uh, sorry, not heroically intervene. someone interrupts. You're going to murder them back. That's actually better. The um, Repentia Superior has also picked up, guess what? She gives them advance and charge in the command phase. Not only that, she also gives them plus one to wound. That's pretty insane right they're still really good so again it's about the changes moving to other units and repenti superior i mean i took one now and again because they um they allowed you to re-roll the charge um but like you didn't really see them on the tabletop so it's still kind of good that you're again this idea about you know units that you're not seeing get brought more often
3: um yeah exactly like what leon was saying last week like with ninth edition he, he felt um like there's not not one way of playing every army you could bring a yeah. different list and to me that sounds like well that just t- tickles me right in my angry <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, I'm i'm surprised rich you haven't
2: you haven't gone can i borrow your uh your repentia and go on a full bloody rose madness crusade i, I mean again like again it's a side grade right you can't because it's a command feasibility you can't do it out of a transport but like so you have to be a bit more careful with how you play your repentia but like Bringing them on from deep strike with using auto charges on miracle dice—that's still a thing. Would, you can do that. Wouldn't that work? Wouldn't you that, that still not work? Right, still
3: uh,
2: oh yes. Sorry, yeah. what am I talking about? But you can still. But you can still. What I'm saying is to keep them safe. You can still bring them on and use. You know your auto charges out of deep strike, right? You're not going to get the. You're not going to get the plus one. You're not going to get the plus one to wound. But it's still. It's still there. And if you need the advancing charge. You've got the Repentia uh, Superior alongside it. Um, the Miracle Dice mechanic is still around for people who play Sisters, people who have come across Sisters, obviously, which is where you generate Miracle Dice, you put them in a pool, you can then use them to replace rolls. Am, am I right in saying um,
1: that, on that, am I right in saying that it's basically the same... It's just that, uh, but one of the big things is that you're going to get them less. Is that right? I think I saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: Bang on, bang on, bang on. So there's there's less ways of getting them now. So a lot of the stuff that you saw that like generated additional miracle dice, so uh, the um, Triumphs and Catherine model, the right. uh, Warlord trait on the uh, on the um, Canoness, those have changed. So mm. the Warlord trait on the Cannon S, for example, now you generate an additional one on a battle round, but you can only use it on the Canoness so yep. or on the warlord i should say so you know it limits the use um you also only get them now for uh, killing a unit or a unit dying and then that's and, that's about it
1: and what did we sorry just on miracle dice um what what did we what did what happens in the end because i haven't seen this anywhere what is the deal with miracle dice range sorry miracle range or or something about that in one of the rules did that get has that come is that do you know what that is yet
2: Yeah, so Miracle Range basically allows you to spend Miracle Dice in order to generate a a, a, a range of, like, for an ability, as a good example. Um, So this is, you'll see this, they've got these new kind of upgrades for characters, um called right. blessings of the faithful so you know very much like we've seen in every other book so far you know we mentioned it last week um so basically you, you you there's two sides to these abilities there's like an always on and there's like a once per game thing that has a miracle range you say attached to it and oh, that's oh, what you,
1: you use you to you do that at any point
2: uh yeah yeah, yeah it, it, it was one of, them, the rules, one of them was like but...
1: turning off invuns, wasn't it it was like one i think one of the previews yeah, yeah. Set, which is just massive which is absolutely huge huge
2: ability yeah so that's that's the that's the word of the emperor which is the one they previewed um, which yeah so whether they be units in miracle range each time modeling a friendly order core order character unit makes a melee attack against the enemy unit oh, invulnerable great. saving throws may not be made um, so it's once per battle but at the right time I mean that could be insane right yeah yeah no for this sure Especially
0: yeah, yeah definitely. So, definitely so obviously really I'm cool. not okay with this <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes, yeah, I didn't think you, I didn't think you would be, uh, but I mean, yeah, you know, it's 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 like your way of striking down your core unit. So you know, to give you, a, there you go, Alex, get yourself a Sister's Army. I'll fly Morty into you, and you can murder him. Right, right? unlike Job what done. happened
0: last time? Jesus.
2: Yeah, yeah Well, well, well. We we'll, won't we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that. That's for a different time. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so so they've also given, um, as well as these new blessings of the blessings of the faithful abilities uh this kind of concept miracle range you've also got hymns of battle now so sisters guess what they also do what space marines do they have chaplains they're called priests they recite hymns of battle um and these hymns of battle can do various things there's a baseline one called the war hymn which just basically is you know plus one attack aura uh on on core character or the new engine of redemption keyword which is like your penitent engines your mortifiers um so priests uh, or sorry the missionary and the priest model used to have that on all the time that was their thing they gave a plus one attack now it's like an ability you have to you have to roll for um i think it's sort of three up it goes off um and then there's a load of other ones um that do interesting stuff one of them's basically a smite um, there's one called chorus of spiritual fortitude which i think is quite cool which removes the effects of any psychic powers on a unit and stops any other psychic powers affecting them so if you're up against a really psychic heavy army, you can do some interesting stuff. One other change I should do, and this popped to my head because we're talking about psychic and coming up against psychic heavy armies. And again, we know that the Grey Knights and Thousand Suns are on their way. The Sisters' uh, Shield of Faith ability, which is everything in, in pretty much in the army except adeptus Ministorum units, has this. So even Rhinos, or well, they certainly used to, I think they still do, have this. Um, used to give you some cool things. It gave you an Invan save on a 6-up. Still does that. Um, it also gave you the ability to deny the Witch on a single dice roll, right? Which was okay, but it's a bit pants because most powers are sort of, you know, six or seven in a lot of cases. Obviously, Smite is a five, but you still had to roll Mm. a five or six on a single dice. Guess what? Now, you roll a six, doesn't matter what the value of the power is. It just denies it.
1: Yeah, and I think on that, because I did see that there is a... uh, um sorry, I can't remember the name of the ability, but you you have an ability to uh, get them on fives as well. Yes. And is that an ability you would pick before the battle just because in terms of, oh, I've gone up against Thousand Suns, I'm going to take the ability to deny any of their psychic powers on fives. Can you just choose that before the game or does that have to be in your sheet? So, So
2: I'll have to double check, but I think that is a strat that you can only actually apply to certain units, I think. So I don't think you have to pick that. I think that's right, something okay. you can—that's something you can generate during the battle, but you can only—you you sort of are paying. Right.
1: For it. Oh, okay. Because I know, I that's know. Cool. That's really
2: cool. Yeah. but so I know, for example, like rhino, rhinos again, hilariously. I love that rhinos are getting this, and I've got my sister's rhino sat sat right here. Uh, but my but sisters rhinos have a keyword now, and where they can they they get get this called hallowed, where they can get this strat called thrice breast. Thr- the thrice blessed hull, which allows them to. I like the way Alex turned around when I said thrice blessed. A very separate um, issue. The uh, you, <laughs> yeah, you can. It's uh, it's oh, what's that film total the one where he's trying to go to Mars? Total, yeah. re- total recall. Yeah, we we all know. It's, if you haven't seen that movie, you yep. look it up. Um, <laughs> slightly <laughs> bizarre moment in that. Um, but yeah, so they, they have a cool ability uh, on them, just on this sort of front about psychic. Where if you use this strap thrice, bre- thrice blessed hull, um, any um psychic power that fails within 12 inches of them is automatically appellate. Uh,
0: also, talking about this as well, uh, I need to do a little bit of uh, podcast housekeeping. Um, I've got a couple of messages on Instagram about the, the last podcast and uh, if we're ever going to be releasing the <laughs> uncut version <laughs> where, <laughs> where we go into my, my tirade about uh, certain types of parties. Now, I would like to say to our audience, I fought to keep that bit in but I was I was outvoted, uh, and this is a democracy. I
1: I reckon that nobody. Do you want was, me to send you the, this. Fuck, I uh, send you yeah, the yeah, fucking... Yeah. I can send you the fucking screenshot. I'm
3: this gonna up. put the screenshot <laughs> in screen
0: fucking
1: chat. Okay. <laughs> 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 if we yeah. get
3: funding like Schneider did, the extra. We're gonna have the Schneider cut of to the No, so you party. can you yeah, can you can tell people. It's, we're
2: all the same. We're just wearing yeah. spikier armour and we're in okay. four by three. Um, so yeah, I, look, I think I, I, I won't. I won't go on about sisters too much, I guess. But um, to give you an example of, of like an uh, this is my no, this, what, is what, what, this is your units it. have changed. To give you another really good example, no, put it right? in the chat. The, um, the oh god, yeah, one one person. So is one person. Yes. Is. <laughs> What? oh okay <laughs> yeah I'm right with that <laughs> very different to the, the Snyder um, Cut <laughs> one, one of the other boys the army Strange. so so Celestine for example um, she's really cool now she does some interesting stuff but you have to take her with her Gemini uh, Gemini Superior so they come as a box as a unit of three basically. Um, She has gone from being like a buff machine that flies around and sort of just, you know, is killing in combat, but is there mainly to support to just being a killing machine. Um, And she actually has a really cool ability now uh, with her Tears of Healing where it's an action. It starts in your command phase, ends at the end of your shooting phase so she can still charge and uh, she heals herself up to full wounds and uh, brings back one of the Gemini if it's dead. So you can you can watch the tears in your opponent's eyes as they. I mean, first of all, she's still got her two up, uh, two up, four up. So two up save, four up in the save, and she can still come back on a two, right? She has this ability where she resurrects on a two if you kill her. Um, so she's really difficult to get rid of, and you have to chew through the Gemini's wounds, uh, to start with, and they have the same stat line. They're both two up, four up. So that's because it's the unit, right? So she's she's tougher she can bring people back and she can then go and blend people in melee so again it's a side grade right it's about how you play the army differently you're not just going to use her as a buffing machine going around boosting your inbound save anymore there are other ways of doing that Some of the changes, um, I said I would do a little bit of moaning, I said I would put a little bit of salt in, right? Some of the changes to me just look kind of weird. So a really great example is on the Imagifier, which is the girl with the big marble banner pole thing that she's carrying around. So people don't know, the Imagifier has an ability to tell tales, and the tales give you a a buff in an aura. Um, The ones you always saw taken were um, the Tale of the Stoic which gave you basically the ability to ignore AP minus one. And if you were Valorous Heart, it stacked, so it went to a, they could ignore AP minus um, two. And uh, the Tail of the Warrior, which gave you plus one attack. Well, Tail of the Stoic has changed so that now you... you Well, sorry, I should say the, the Tale of the Warrior and the, um, the other one that I can't even remember the name of because nobody ever bloody uses it. Those have stayed basically the same the um the tale of the stoic has changed quite a lot though so it it, it gives you minus one to wound sounds great but it's against strength three or less attacks now i can't actually think of pretty much anything in the game that is going to be hitting you in volume at strength three so when i say it's a bad change or uh, sorry
0: I was gonna say Lazguns. Oh, yeah.
2: oh LAS, yeah, I suppose Lazguns. Yeah. My last anyone, anyone, I mean, like attacks and stuff <laughs> like that. They're strength three. Nurgling, Nurglings, Nurglings hit at strength three. So there's yeah, there's Nurgle like a few bomb. few cases. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying edge case. No, most Eldar weapons are. I mean, I guess in melee, yeah. yeah
0: but, in combat, yeah.
2: Yeah, but you know the point so with which Eldar are in yeah, combat you. is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, and actually, Ad Ad-Mech have a have a lot of like vast. Uh, well, not a lot, but they have some like vast quantities of strength-free weaponry.
2: Well, there we go. I hadn't thought about that. That's a very good point. Because what I was about to say was, it's not, it's not, it's not. A, no, 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 not sorry <laughs> at all. No, because it's, it's a good point, right? It just shows you i need to think more about the, more about what can use it for opening your mouth. But what I was going to say was, it's not a bad change, but it just seems to me like a bit of a weird one. Like, like it's, it seems like a vaguely useful ability. But I guess yeah, there are, there are uses for it. Um, so yeah, maybe we will see that one on the table. Um, obviously we have all the new units. More than Val, I'll, I'll kick off with. Yeah. I was going to ask. Oh my what word, she's really good. She's really bloody good. She's 265 points. And for what she does at 265 points, if you're a sister's player, you want to play competitively, take more than Val. Like just, just, just take her. She she will be your default mm. HQ, I would suggest. right. So she does a, a whole bunch of different things. So she's a force multiplier, and she's a very nasty killing machine. She's, she's basically a better Gilliman. Right, in a in a bunch of ways, and the, yeah,
1: I think that's probably true. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, and the, the reason why is so we've already seen we've already seen the stats on her like spear weapon that she has, but her warlord trait, and she obviously has to be a warlord, is righteous rage. So she's on full hit rolls and full wound rerolls rolls all the time. But, hmm. so it's a bit like hatred eternal from the drakari, right? So she has that herself. She has a straight up fight again, fight again once per game at the end of the phase so if she can't kill something she can just try again right yeah she is what two up save four up in and she's got a minus, strength, one damage. minus one damage she's got a strength six heavy mm-hmm. bolter and a missile launcher that can kick out strength eight missile shots on her back as well yeah
1: that's a big deal actually having that unscreenable firepower is yeah sorry unkillable firepower is, is quite good i think
2: exactly and in terms of her buffs, she does what a canoness and a palatine do together. So she core rerolls rolls of hits and wounds of one, right? And yep. she also can pick a nearby core or character to super, you know to give them give them re rolls. Morty does this, but what she does is she gives them full re rolls for hits and wounds. Mm. That's incredible.
1: Yeah, which is super good. Which she's is... yeah, she's a dynamite. She's, she's just got it was it's a real tick box of of a data sheet. Um, like the strong screenable firepower, great combat, Re- not just really tough to kill. It's Anyone that's played Abaddon will, will know what I mean. Abaddon is, is tough because by the time you get to Abaddon, if the Black Legion player, I mean, Black Legion on in a great spot but mm. the black legion player has had like a good game and they've managed to kill a lot of your assets a lot of the time by the time you get to abaddon you haven't got the weaponry to kill something with a you know a good toughness for up save minus more damage um, and then, can i ask do sisters still have the strats to get back up and does that work on her
2: uh they do from what i understand i don't know whether it works on her i would have to check that um that I, would I can, make I can a... try now <laughs>
1: Yeah, because that, that would make... I mean, don't get wrong. I know Gilliman has a three-up and, 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 yeah, you know, as, mu- as much <laughs> as Everybody I hate three-up I'm all right for Gilliman having it. But like at the same time, that I feel like in my head, that makes her pretty much strictly <laughs> better for quite a lot less points. Because um, Gilliman is like... Uh, the other thing about Gilliman is by the time you get him into combat, he's <laughs> pretty much overkilling whatever he touches. So there's that where she's got this sweep attack, which is great. And she's got um, obviously a, a really... Powerful um, close combat attack that she can do twice if she wants to really kill um, other, you know, um, sledgehammer characters that have made this, it to that point in the game. Yeah. She's absolutely amazing. yeah. She? So, so divine yeah.
2: intervention, which is the which is I think off the top of my head is the strat we're talking about. Really bad if I can't remember that sister's player might be the wrong one, but anyway, you, it does still exist. It's just once per game now, which I think is the one just a character can be resurrected. Um, that's pretty
1: cool and you you don't have to roll for, or you didn't have to before it was, you? You stra- it was just a miracle dice uh, no it was strap oh okay I thought you had to spend like a okay so you just you just spend CP and then it's back up like Necrons cool I very mean, cool yeah I mean that makes I think that's amazing. Fine. You um,
0: you, you'll finally get her down and then she's see, back up <laughs> this is, I, was, I was just gonna say the only <laughs> thing I want to see in the future is I want in the next codex Trajan to be able to kill her like is that too much to ask to take it back to to a custodian's place?
2: He won't. He won't kill her though. He's he's given her a spear. They're friends.
0: No one is friends on the field so of battle. They're going to get
2: together. That's true. Yeah.
3: Oh, actually, yeah. That's we've a good no, point. Did it say no anything in the law device. about that spear. There's no listening device in there.
1: I... Uh- I had okay. a look before the podcast yeah, for I'll her law. It, I couldn't my... see anything um, because gen- generally, generally, okay, generally right. people preview rules and not law. But yeah, it, it is a fa- It is a shame, and maybe something we'll cover mm-hmm. in the next podcast because she is she is the yeah, the we'll new big fish law wise. So yeah, that, that is yeah you, right. you do make a good point there, Cripster. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah.
1: So she yeah, she I she's she's right. she's, she's a fascinating one. I, I think. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm I'm not a sisters expert, and I-, I don't like making judgments early on in codexes, but certainly from that data sheet, and I-, I think certainly from comparing her to Gilliman and Abaddon, which an Abaddon especially is mm. basically an auto take, like because of the fact she- and she works with any sisters uh, army, I'm um, it's it's dangerous to make supreme commanders that good, I think, and because they kind of then. Mm feel like you have to take them all the time and morty's done pretty well because morty yeah. there's there's pretty much arguments for and against like, a, like you know top top tier competitive play so um yeah it's, it, it's interesting like i i, I do because i don't get me wrong it's it'll be really cool to see the model and it's a fantastic so it'll be great to see it for a while but after a little bit i do i do worry that you might just see it too much that's all what you, yeah
2: what so saw is also raises that risk of lots of mirror matches, right? Where every sisters player that has to play another sisters player, they will be looking at more than Val yeah. across the table yeah. as well. So, I guess, yeah, I don't know. She, she's very good, though.
1: Yeah, Just, and I think yeah. that you have, um, you know, the, the reroll wounds on, on one unit, you have some brilliant, you know, selections there. I believe Repentia have got core, so obviously getting reroll wounds on them is great. Yep. And sisters can now come in blobs of 20, which is really cool. I'm, 20, I'm a huge. Yeah. I, I, I love. <laughs> Transports, so that's generally why I don't take massive blobs of things, but I do love seeing huge blobs of infantry on the table, so I am very pro this. And so, yeah, and I believe you can give them a a, a transhuman equivalent, so you know, you if you want to keep her alive, I think there's you know, you're probably gonna be able to. Um, and she's gonna be buffing things really well. You know, tw- twenty even just twenty normal sisters. Um f- oh, in fact, whilst we're on that, one thing that I thought was really interesting about this book was the changes to a lot of their like standard weaponry, which is really cool. So oh, yeah. I think storm bolters are now damage two. Flamers are like heavy flamers. Heavy flamers are even better. They're, they're, they've got yeah, they're all they're all you know, cause they're, and it, you know, it makes sense kind of law wise because they're all blessed, right? So it kind of makes yeah. sense. So yeah, yeah. actually having the, these big blobs of sisters will be really cool. I'm excited to see that
2: I mean I'm happy because I have quite I have don't have that many sisters tanks what I do have is Tons of infantry. <laughs> I, I don't, I don't quite know how, but I've just ended up like I'm looking at my shelves now. I have a lot of sister just a lot of sisters. Um, that yeah. i and so to, to give you, you know, the storm but I have, I have lots of storm bolts because I always like the idea of having a battle sister because it was a three point upgrade. Just stick a storm bolter in there because there was a strat called blessed bolts which made you uh, minus to two damage. Um, blessed bolts now, by the way, I think doles out mortal wounds. So the strat's still there. It's just, uh, it's just changed. Um, and I think it has mm. a wound. Ca- a Water wound cap of six, so it's a good. Uh, it's like a good example of a you know a good buff on them. But they're now flat two damage, as you say. So I'm happy. I've also got a load of sisters with melter weapons, which weren't necessarily that popular um, because I thought, oh, maybe I'll use them as dominions. Dominions are back, baby. I am well happy about this. So, dominions, people who don't know, are sisters uh, that have a scout move. Basically, they're supposed to be the guys who go up, you know, ahead of the army. They get in position in the battle on the battlefield, and they sort of like you know sabotage things or, or shoot them. Not really sabotage. I mean. I'm talking, to, I'm talking to Ed, the master of GSC, about sabotage. I don't know nothing about that. What they do is they just shoot you, right? They just shoot you with, with, with melter guns <laughs> when you get close to them if you send your armour forward. Now, they had a really cool rule in the uh, old, old, old sisters codex, which allowed them to apply their scout move to their vehicle. Now, this was very interesting at the time because uh, there was a, a an old sisters transport that was open-topped. So the, the play that you would sometimes see, and I've been on the receiving end of this, um, actually at a, at a tournament which was which was a, a quite a fun one because i just thought for- this is one of my first tournaments i think it was my, was actually my first tournament. i just forward deployed everything in my army and was like i'll be fine um yeah they scout moved the went first scout moved the well, scout moved the dominions went first um and then just yeah just ran them into me and fired loads of melters out of an open top transport now the open top transport doesn't exist anymore however there is still definitely a place for dominions because they can take um they don't have the limitations on special weapons that a normal sister squad does uh-huh. So you oh, okay. can load up on melters you can load up on um storm bolters if you want and yeah. you can use them as a way to get in cover early using that scout move or even if you've got a transport stick some of them, uh, stick a unit of them in a transport move it up with another unit in as well you know two that's units a of, of at five yeah. right no so yeah, there's a lot of a lot of play stuff. with them now yeah from, um,
1: yeah that's a bit of me that is i i love I, I love transports and um yeah i yeah i love special weapon squads they're very cool very very cool yeah
2: no, they're awesome. Um, and also they're a really good way, so there's, there's still the cool strat um holy trinity where you get like bonuses if you oh, fire yeah. a bolt weapon, flame weapon, melter weapon at the same That's target so cool. and give a combi flamer to the the sister superior in a Dominion squad. It's a really good way of getting the uh getting that stratagem off, you know, working and everything will be in range.
1: Yeah. Really cool. I think, uh, on terms of, um, sorry, if it takes it back a little bit, I think no, in terms no, no. of, in terms of the codex overall and, and the the reaction, I will say, and uh, I'm not, a, I'm not a sisters' bear, I will say, I breathed a little sigh of relief because <laughs> sisters, uh, if you if you're someone who, who's a big fan of of goonhammer, for example, you'll know that sisters were pretty much rated as the best army in the game before jukari <laughs> with their eighth ed codex so i was like
3: ah, ha, ha,
1: ha, 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 ha. <laughs> this could be a problem so again this is what i mean how gw have done such a good job with the ninth ed codexes because that is a um you know a lot of side grades lost some stuff gained some stuff i think they'll probably come out you yeah, might 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 well still be the best army in the game but i don't think in in a um unreasonable way yeah so yeah i, yeah, I, agree, that, I agree yeah i think
0: well, one thing as well that's been really interesting with the uh, with the ninth e- ninth age, with the ninth edition ninth age is a very separate thing. Um, ninth edition codex so far is that every change I've seen, every uh, rule that I've seen, has been very thematic. Even the ones that are and yeah. powerful, like Adam, like looking. Actually, Ed, you've read this as well, right? Um, looking at this new sisters codex, like. Are there particular very thematic rules that jump out at you, and you're like, "Oh, that's actually a really good narrative." See, I, I
1: don't read. I haven't I read the codex. I don't read the codexes because that's not how you get the, the, the real information. You get mm. the real information from reading the Reddit comments. I've said this before. <laughs> right, that's how you. That's how you get to the truth. Right, the codex.
0: The codex will have. S- Reddit knows The codex the will have
1: some correct information in it, but the real correct information will be on the reaction to the Gunhammer article on Reddit. That's what has the truth. Okay, <laughs> but sorry, yeah. sorry.
2: No, so no. no. I think I think there are there are thematic changes, right? The the boosts, as I say, like Saman's point you made earlier about the changes to the, and I, I focus on stormbolters, but the changes to the flamer weapons is really cool. Ministorum flamers, you know, as Saman sort of said, basically all got a strength bump. So your hand flamers are strength four. Your you know regular flamers are strength five, and your heavy flamers are strength six which is pretty cool right for a faction that is meant to be all about flame weapons there is an entire order um that gives you i think it's Ebon chalice actually not to give you the double sacred rights it actually gives you plus four inches on your flamer range so if you do want to Damn. run around flaming people to death you can do that right yeah it's it's pretty cool it's pretty cool um especially with the changes that have obviously already happened to flamers. so there are there are those thematic changes the introduction of the kind of war hymns um and this idea of kind of being able to chant them is really cool um you know the use of the miracle range and miracle dice again you it's maintained and tweaked from the last one um mm. penitent engines are back as well that's the thing everyone was using mortifiers, fires be included uh penitent engines are probably back in a big way they've got an automatic advance uh, not automatic sorry but they've got an inbuilt advance and charge um you know again because the strat's gone so it's a side grade the penitent engines come around uh the buzz blades and the flamers on them is probably the way to go which is like the one you get in the original sisters box um and I, I don't know they haven't announced a combat patrol but um i would imagine if we get one in short order <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. Like that. Uh, yeah, uh, really I, point. Yeah, they yeah, they haven't announced Combat Patrol, so uh, if you do want to get into Sisters, I'd probably wait. Um, although I guess they did have. Oh gone.
1: Piety and pain, didn't they? I guess they did have piety and pain, but yeah. Not exactly the same, I mean, piety it? and pain. If you're a yeah. new
2: player of Sisters, piety and pain is a god awful box because you get an you get an immolator, a palatine, and uh, a unit of retributors, which is like you you can't build anything out of it, right? They 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 are fixed as what they are. I mean, you can give them melters, flame as a heavy bolters, but there's no troops in there. What I would say if somebody, if someone, anyone listening does want to get into the Sisters uh, and you don't want to wait for a combat patrol box that may appear at some point in the future, just get a box of Battle Sisters. Um, the Battle Sister box in my opinion is the best box in of troops in the entire game of warhammer 40k because you can build basically anything out of it you can build sisters you can build dominions you can build um, at least a couple of retributors obviously you'd need four for a unit or four plus a superior for a unit you can use parts to build a canoness, you can build uh said dominions already you can build celestians not the sacrosancts not the new guys with the shields but you can build the regular celestians out of it um so it's one of the most diverse boxes um for just really cool bits and also you know what even if you're not a sisters player you get so much gothic nonsense in these boxes with sisters stuff it's still a good bet if you want to you know build armies that lean heavily into that um you know penitent engines are a good Mm -hmm. one if you're if you're a uh, Mechanicus player if you want some crazy gothic nonsense in your Mechanicus army Have a look at some uh, some penitent engines. You
3: know the the What is the gun in the shield? Is it a storm bolter or do we not know yet? uh it's a
2: pistol. It's a pistol. If it was a storm bolter, that would be insane. I'd love that, (laughs) but no, no, it's it's a a bolt pistol. But I do love the I do love the idea, right? And again, it's that very thematic thing. Just this, you know, this army of kind of holy zealots marching forward. You know, the 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 bolt rifle, the bolt shells from the traitors, and the lasgun shots from the traitors bouncing off their shields and then when they get close you know before they lower their power mauls or they lower their halberds they also all turn their shields out to the side and they gat you in the face with their pistols first yeah just like you're doing now rich on screen (laughs) (laughs) yeah brap brap Um, and then they charge you and hit you over the head very hard with a power or a halberd depending on which one you want
1: yeah and whilst we're i mean uh, perfect segue i guess onto the new units we've talked about Morvan Vow, we've talked about the um, Celestian Sacristans. so yeah I guess there's been a uh, interesting reception to the new um, baby carriers yeah. and of course we have a, a new tank as well yeah. So have I ever have I missed anything else? Uh, anything else?
2: We've got we've got Agatha Dolan and um, the one I can't remember the name of, but she's the Hagia later, who is the banner, the sort of fancy banner bearer. Oh, of
1: course, characters. Um, yeah, they,
2: I think their ability is. That, that's a beautiful banner. Yeah, I mean I'll get one. Um, whether it will see a lot of play at the competitive table, I don't know. It has a, it has one of these abilities that's like really good. Sounding, but I wonder how it will work because basically she doesn't really do anything normally, but then once per game she plants the banner, and I think you get all six sacred rights active in an aura around her. So, if used at the right moment, crazy good, uh, but probably quite difficult to position. Um, Yeah, it is again thematic, right? It's a cool. It's also it's called the auto tapestry. The banner she's got. I'd love to know what an auto tapestry is. It sounds you know like you know those billboards. You know, I mean, this is (laughs) you know how you know how billboards now are all digital, right? Do you remember the old ones? I used to have at the bus stop where it was literally like a bunch of adverts on a roll, and it like goes up and down between (laughs) them sometimes. You know yeah. the ones I'm talking about. Imagine that or a bam. You like a like, shutter sound. Your sister said like, and
3: yeah, and then... <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but yeah, she's got that. Um, so, yeah, they're cool. Um, the tanks. I am going to bring some salt now. I said I would mm. bring some salt. The only thing in this Codex that I genuinely don't like is the tanks, and the reason is, and uh, this, huh. this, this, I will extend, and I'll, I'll be quite, be quite. Um, Open about this. This doesn't just apply to sisters. This actually applies across. I think a lot of armies. Right? They are too expensive for what they do. A lot of people have been moaning because some of the changes they've made is they've made the tanks. Uh, certainly, the Exorcist is a good example. They've taken it from T8 to T7. Right? It's a Rhino chassis. I have no problem with it being T7. Fine. Just change the damn points. And this goes. This goes to your 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 point, Sam Man. In some ways, it's not as bad as you know. Frankly gsc are having to put up with so i you know play the world's smallest violin for me yeah. right but imperial, Guards, yeah, imperial guard guess, yeah. yeah but yeah. at the same time if you the the exorcist is such a cool model there's probably still a place for it in sisters mm. armies now maybe one of them because it has a strap where it can shoot out a line of sight now so you can kind of keep it safe and use drop drop a cp cool. yeah exactly so i think there's still a place for, for one of them but like the immolator Immolator is one of the coolest models in 40k and the immolator for people who don't know is the tank with the the glass uh, stained glass front on it right it's a transport you can put heavy bolts on it you have to pay an extra you have to pay extra points to put the flamers on that should be the default weapon right it works out to 120 points for a six man transport with a couple of flamers that's a that's a T7 rhino right just comparing that to a, like a Drakari Raider for example which is what 95 points now even though they've put it up it's got a dark lance on the front um you know which is which is a great anti-tank weapon and it holds what 11 models yes it's less toughness but it also has a better invent save because it has a five up to start with um and you can make it minus one to hit quite easily which you you can pop smoke but then you're not doing anything else right with a with a with an immolator so just, just lower the points. N- not because I think it's unfair or I'm moaning because Sisters players won't find ways around it. I just want to use them. I just want them to be cool. And I'd love people to do competitive games where they have lots of, you know, immolators running about. And the same goes with the new Castigator mm. tank. The Castigator tank, I think, looks really cool. It's great to see a Predator equivalent in the Sisters, you know, or a Lehman Russ equivalent in the Sisters. But it just looks too expensive for what it is when you have loads of other choices. And when I say it extends to other armies, you know what? The Predator in Space Marines is the same thing. You're paying, like, over the odds for four Lads cannons. So... Just, just make tanks good, GW. Why do you hate tanks question, so much?
0: Question then. Uh, the newest one, the one that's like the Lehman rust equivalent. Is that the cast, Castigator? The, the, cast, the cast, right, Castigator, okay. yeah. So that one. Yeah. Um, like, How many points is it?
2: Uh, I will have to check off the top of my head, but I think it's north of... Hang on, hang on, hang on. Let me have a look. Um, I was going to say... I've wait, got wait, the Minotaur the going to say. Just double check. Yeah,
0: the question I was going to say is because like... As far as I'm aware, it is just a carbon copy Lehman Russ um, like stand in almost, for sisters. Um, and yeah, it'd be interesting. It's a fusion of the Lehman Russ
1: yeah. and the Predator. Yeah, yeah. it's and got it's three a, heavy bolters. That's
2: quite good. It's 160 yeah, and it, points. 160. 160.
0: Well, how does that compare to a Lehman Russ? Uh,
2: I'm asking the same all the awkward questions right
0: now. Lehman right? Russ is yeah.
1: it's about the same. A, a Lehman Russ, I think, without anything. Went down to 140. Ooh, I to
3: say, I'm yeah, one for, spot on 140, and then with sponsors and stuff, you're getting yeah. just probably about a similar price. Or just, right, just and so one. that's yeah, so 15. So 15 so points the castigator so, yeah.
0: 160 with no upgrades, or does it need upgrades? Uh, so actually, yeah, so the castigator does come in at quite a
1: bit better value, yeah, I guess. Because that's all the kit. I, kid. That that I, I right. just, um, it's just for a, yeah. you think
2: about it, right? Like 160 for a T7 frame. I don't know. I just, mm. I, I just think that's that's quite a lot, oh, right? The, I,
0: uh, the Castigator's T7 as well.
2: Yeah, yeah, they're all T7s. It's a rhino chassis.
1: Oh, okay. See, I, 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 get yeah. So I'm right with it. I'm right with it because it's a rhino chassis. I, I don't mind. I, I did see some commentary on the T7 and stuff, and I, I do get it. I do get it. But I think, I hope that it's fine. If the reason they've done that is because that becomes like repulses and especially guards thing. The thing that worries me is I do really worry that they make the Lehman Russ T7. I really hope... They right, yeah, yeah. Today. I see what you're going to get. Yeah. Please don't they better not, me. otherwise I'm going to play <laughs> it. Like, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. so that, that's... I don't mind so much that. The only reason I say that is because tanks aren't sister's thing. Yeah, well, yeah. And, like, for yeah. example, I get that, like, a repulsor should be tougher
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: tank, yeah. at least narratively in my head. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I hope to God... God I mean... Yeah, no, as, I, as i say I the, the, it's
2: it's quite <laughs> yeah. a specific whinge and it, it i feel bad saying it, cause it you know maybe it isn't justified but it's just they're t7 they're not core so they don't benefit from all the core rules again fine fine with them t7 fine with them not being core castigator maybe an edge case right but immolators make them just make them cheaper they're like a well, they're like, like a trans- I mean, this, this is what yeah you know, i mean how much is it how much is a um oh god what's the rhino with the guns on it called Razorback, razorback. Oh, razorback. Yeah, how much is a Razorback? I'll t- oh, well, I'll look that up for you.
1: <sighs> no idea at the top of my head. Let's have a look. But yeah, I mean, I if think if only this, there were some I, I some think sort um, there are definitely some.
2: <laughs> oh, I'm doing it using a book. Yeah. You'll probably hear me flicking. A, in
1: fact, they have on that. On that, I think they have announced there is a. Well, there somebody shared something on. on a like Razorback
3: the, is a the 110 Warhammer points said. without. Um, you know, if you have if you put an salt cannon, it's yeah. 125 points. You put a twin las cannon on, it's 120 points. Interestingly, yeah, it's cheaper so. than mm. the assault cannon. Mm.
1: Huh. Well, the assault cannon has more shots. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I think they have a. They, they did say that there was going to. I think um, uh, this might be way off. I think there might be some sort of update for the app or some sort of app.
3: They did. They, You're spot on. Because I saw in that, in that somewhere.
1: Yeah. yeah. The, this was yeah. the
2: Facebook comment that everybody saw. Yeah.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got it here. Right, yeah. Um, oh, it was Jim Vessel. Who Yeah, he put it on his it. Yeah, I think
1: June.
0: <laughs> yeah, or, so the, the screenshot's in the chat. But uh, yeah, he says, digital rules, digital rules, digital rules. And underneath that, the official Warhammer uh, Facebook page has said, that would be an interesting addition. Make sure you check back with us on the 23rd of June when we'll show you exactly what's included. Who knows, dash, maybe there'll be a surprise or two along the way. So yeah, this could be very interesting. A development for do we think uh, this is linked particular? to Warhammer Plus. Could be, could be, wouldn't surprise me. I mean, in fact, g- g- going back a, a
1: bit in terms of um, Quipst is um, good question on the you know, are updating rules regularly a problem? Um, once again, if they do the app, it's fine, yeah, like, it's like literally, GW, fine. please, please make the app. for me. like, I will happily pay like eight
0: quid a month, I honestly, I honestly would pay yeah. that. I mean, if, if the app was awesome, so I had this like, conversation yeah. with my brother about god it must have been a year ago now and i said oh, i was just casually casually chatting and i said oh yeah there's a bit of been a bit of uh, bit of controversy at the moment because of this app that's come out and he was like okay cool so why are people annoyed and i said oh it's because it's behind a paywall and he was like oh what's well how big is the paywall i said two pounds a month and he laughed at me and he was just like are you joking i thought the biggest problem with your hobby is you have to carry all these books around and people are annoyed that you have to pay two pounds a month to not do that yeah
1: i, th- I think i think that's fine uh- yeah no I think that's that's a good point I think the only problem people have is that it's an addition mm. because it's just you know obviously there's a lot of books so um, Adamek are about to get their third book is <laughs> a fun one um, sisters are obviously about they've just had the codex they're about to get a load of new rules it's just there there are a lot of a lot of points uh, there, sorry a lot of points there are a lot of pounds um, going on to onto books so I think I, I don't know I, I would probably pick a lane if I was GW um, mm. but at the same time they do make a lot think, of money i
3: think so. it's <laughs> and, and they have the cool feature where you buy the book and you can assign it to your app so yeah i mean like I mean, you're gonna have to buy the codex anyway
0: the other thing as well if we look at the other sort of comparable um like thing to this that i that i can think of is dungeons and dragons like you can buy physical copies or digital copies of all of the books and as far as i'm aware in the uh if you buy the physical copy i don't know if that actually also transfers
3: it doesn't No, i know that. um, the one account the one book i got and it's really annoying Hmm.
0: yeah so 40k is kind of leading the way in a way don't come out Um,
1: of your silver linings
3: <laughs> no, no, I don't think.
1: I think. I think. I think. I think that's fine. I'm. I'm fine for you to not get the physical copy, and GW use that as another source of revenue. That I think the point for me is to make it like so the average gamer in 40k has the best time possible. And what makes the most sense to me, and it just makes the most sense to me, is like have a subscription, like you know, at eight quid a month, or, or so. Like I'm not saying people would pay that, and then at that point you get everything. And You just get all the all the rules, and you you can see everything. It makes the get, it makes the experience of Warhammer far more enjoyable, and it keeps everything in one place. And then there are going to be loads of people. I don't know what percentage of people but will still buy the codexes. Of course they will. So um, at that point, I think that you know GW get what's um, not you know hundred quid a year almost off every Warhammer player, and we're all happy. And I think that's just I just see that as a win win. Um, in my point of view, then well, they'll get more money from books obviously loads of people buy the books for the law etc
0: so i don't know that's what i would do yeah i mean like i personally i think there are a lot of people out there because i think the community is not necessarily evenly divided but there is a divide in the community between the law side and then the um the competitive side and the law guys like the rules because they want to know what's going on but they're most interested in the law um and the competitive guys do not give a shit about the law um, so to have, you know, that updatable on. That's harsh. Well, is <laughs> it. A-
1: I've never I've never met a competitive player that didn't know everything about their faction. It hasn't. Okay, I'll give you that. Um, I think the people do. People do see it as a divide, but I don't think it is really. Um, I think it's pretty much it's all it's all all melded. I also find that most of the people that I know that like just play narratively will be a classic example. Actually, the guy you mentioned earlier. It's like he's he'll message our group and be like, guys, what's the best thing I can (laughs)
3: play?
1: And it's like, okay. it's like, sorry, if you just get about yeah. the narrative, take whatever the take whatever okay. you want. Like
0: you know, I, I find that it's actually I don't not as much as people make. No, it okay, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. However, um, I do want to complain about Will for a second um, because Leave alone. <laughs> I've got a platform. No, yeah. Oh my, I love Will dearly. He's one of my oldest and closest friends. But sometimes he says stuff, and I'm like, shut the fuck up, Will. <laughs> Like throughout eight, like I'm gonna get. This is my tangent. I'm going off on another one. So we played, must have been what twenty games in eighth edition, and the whole time he would complain to me, Vindicor assassins are bullshit. Oh, custodies are so overpowered." He won every single game, every single one, and complained every single time that custodians were overpowered. I need to get that off my chest. I'm, I'm glad. Adam, can you do your wah-wah sound, wah, please? Wah. Are there any impressions you Thank can't you much.
2: do? Like <laughs> well, I, I I I knew you had that one back. I knew I you mean, had we had that one also also a <laughs> a kind of Classic trombone.
3: Okay, You're
2: a I think I don't. Band, don't you? I don't. Uh, I don't
0: think we need any more proof that there's like nothing Adam can't do. <laughs>
2: Uh, do you know what I can't do? I can't accept that yeah. an emulator is, uh, <laughs> is 120 points uh, when a Razorback base is 110. Because uh, with the Flamers on, it's 130. So uh, yeah, I'm I'm outraged at that. And I'm going to say that. I will say one more thing, actually, about, the, about the Sisters Codex uh, in terms of mistakes and in terms of errors. And I say this to try and be a helpful guide to people who are getting into Sisters, people who are looking to expand their arm. If you buy the Paragon Warsuits and you buy the Codex and these are the new Nundums, the new baby carriers, uh, and you have a little look at the data sheet, you will notice, and this was widely previewed on Warhammer Community, you will notice there is a little line in there that says they ignore... Um, they, they was it? They minus one damage from all attacks and there was no Wait, to a minimum. Uh, the Paragon Warsuits, as written, it says they right. minus one damage and oh, it doesn't yeah, say fun, to I a mean. minimum of one, right? Oh, so all the others say yeah. minus one damage. That's not in the codex either. So it just says they minus one damage. So rules as written, (laughs) if you hit them with a one damage, it's zero. Right? However, this, however 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 this about, yeah, about to get at the same point. However, if you look at the codex as well on yeah. the points, it says they are two hundred and forty points per model, not two hundred and forty yeah. points for the unit of three. <laughs> so if well, you come across a sisters player, if you come across a sisters player who tries to tell you that their paragon warsuits will ignore damage of one, you tell them that is fine, but then tell them that their unit is they are two hundred and forty points a model and they've just spent seven hundred and twenty points on three models. I mean to be fair,
0: for a model to be uh, like totally invulnerable to one damage weapons, 200 points of model is actually a pretty good bargain. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you'll still get... W-
1: against yeah, a non-condition exactly. codex, you'll get one damage by most. Uh, yeah.
2: Tricari, just look at you and go, oh, yeah, we'll have some dark lances. There you go. Yeah, that does. was nice. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, yeah so do, 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 do watch out for that. It is an error in the codex. Don't think anyone will play like that, but if they do, just remind them the unit is worth seven hundred and twenty points. <laughs> um and their army is now about two thousand five hundred in illegal, so <laughs>
0: Amazing. Yeah,
1: absolutely fantastic. Well, before we move on to Reza's game show of this week, Adam, was there anything else that you wanted to mention about sisters?
2: Um yeah, I think look, just overall I think for sisters players all i would say is like guys just adjust your play style like like be prepared for that don't i I think again the reaction i've seen i said it at the start and i'll say it again the reaction i've seen to this has been often a little bit negative um to a lot of the changes just because they have kind of cut the legs out from or not cut the legs out but they have changed a lot of the fundamental things that we took in our sisters lists for competitive uh you know going through uh the the past few months basically but a lot of those were quite feels baddy Right, like the Retributor thing was a bit feels bad, let's be honest. Um, mm. so the changes overall are good, it's a better internal balance book. And uh, sorry if there's some noise in the background, a plane seems to have come over about 30 foot above my house. Um, um <laughs> but the um, thanks, London City. Is everything okay, um, yeah, yeah, god knows. Um, but uh, on that third <laughs> runway,
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah,
2: not oh god, at London City, I cons- have to build it in the river. Um, but yeah, the, the more concerns
0: the, me that you live near Canary Wharf.
2: Yeah, the changes. Yeah, well, well, uh, you know, previous work reasons. But anyway, anyway, regardless, um, the 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 book is better internal balance. Also, guys, try out some different orders, right? Bloody Rose is still good if you want to run Bloody Rose, run Bloody Rose. But if you want to run, I don't know, let's say Argent Shroud, where you can advance and count as being stationary, that's pretty good. I can see. I like Richie's yeah, reaction is, to that. that is... You still want to run your Retributors? <laughs> advance them. You count as being stationary. Guess what? No heavy penalty, and you're probably in melter range, right? There's loads of good stuff in this book. There's loads of depth in this book, and there's lots you can do with it. So I think it's it's still a very good book, and there's still a lot that you can do with sisters. So just go out there, try some different stuff, and uh, enjoy them.
1: Fantastic. Well, shirt game show music here and uh reza over to you so, then mate uh,
3: not so much a game show more of a silly question as you know i'm a silly guy i was going so we've, we've spoken a lot about tanks and vehicles so i wanted to post a question to you guys um if you could choose any 40k vehicle you're not allowed to choose flyers and bring them into our universe and use it as your everyday vehicle uh, or car <laughs> or whatever what vehicle would you choose oh. and why no, 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 no okay. nothing in, in a flyer oh, wait, category, hang on, hang on. and I, I would Why? accept war suits, battle suits, it... because I know Ed's already thought of. So, <laughs> so, nothing with the I aircraft. I have battle suits.
0: Oh, battle suits. Um, yeah, I'm good to go. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, like, nothing with the aircraft keyword, or nothing with the so, fly nothing, keyword. Nothing, nothing that's
3: classed in a flyer, like you know, choice. So, aircraft keyword.
0: Okay, aircraft keyword, because that that matters. Okay. I, I, Ooh, while I gives you hard. an opportunity to think, you know, I know
3: Ed's already chosen here straight away. I feel like I already know. No, I'm I'm oh, okay. I'm some about this. So I've kind of this. I'm going to have to go I'm to the website, too, right? It's obviously the Baneblade. Because <laughs> imagine just rolling down the street in a Baneblade.
2: Also, When you say rolling down the street, you mean as in rolling the street <laughs> yeah. down, like mo- destroying the front <laughs> row buildings yeah. on either side. Because a Baneblade in real life would be humongous. 20 metres
0: wide?
1: And,
2: city, also, isn't it in the law that a well, Baneblade... Like
1: Some of them are like city-sized. Yeah, Yeah,
2: because it, isn't, isn't it in yeah. the law that a Baneblade uh, is considered to be, from the dark age of technology, is considered to be a light tank? What?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like a scout. Technically, it's supposed to be a scout yeah, vehicle. Yeah, base is like a
2: scout vehicle.
3: They need to do more uh, about in... that. I want to know what was the heavy tank.
2: Well, it seems that humanity in the future took what I will call the World War Two German approach to tank design, which is we can make it bigger <laughs> and we can make it heavier and this will have no adverse consequences. We've made a
3: tiger tank. What's it's the like a land like castle. A king tiger. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> We're actually saying this. In... um? It's in Gaunt's Ghosts. There is a bit where they start describing one of these mobile command centres, um, and it's gigantic, like li- huge. Like, it's got barrack rooms, and like you can have like a regiment station there.
2: They used to have a model. They used to have a model for it in uh, in Epic uh there was like a, a giant oh. um like by the stands of epic there was like a big it was almost titan sized and it was like a big land vehicle i can't remember what the hell it's called it's like some kind of mobile fortress uh and that was that was like a guard or an imperium model that you could have um so yeah rich you, you might want to so, change right, your right, so paint.
3: Is what i thought because you know it's you know mental but then i decided i like to go fast so i chose a storm speeder <laughs> that's quite cool right okay, okay. Oh, which, right. which so, type um, I feel like melters are good at the moment, so the melter one. <laughs> Actually, no, I would choose the because It's got a Gatling gun, and Gatling guns are cool. So,
1: uh... I imagine you more of a you know, bring me closer so I can hit him with my sword kind of uh, yeah, tank yeah. commander.
3: <laughs> I'm gonna go, yeah. It'd be like Richard, why aren't you using your tank? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's a thing. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like the storm speeder because ah um, just yeah, it just goes fast, and you know. I'll fly around it's got it's like a convertible i can have you lot in the back while i'm you know flying about telling me off that i'm <laughs> <laughs> we're you know, going you know, shopping, to rocket, shopping. <laughs> yeah, that's a good point.
2: just 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 me and and alex's head sticking out of that like little you know where the space grid is in the storm speeder where he's just like looks like <laughs> <bad> <laughs> from the meme just looking upset Hello. just the three of us yeah. just like <laughs>
3: which one
0: of us loses yes. our hearing <laughs> 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 no, really all um, of us
3: yeah so that'd be my choice um Who's ready to go? Who has, who has, who's ready?
0: Interesting.
3: Choices I
1: feel, I, yeah, I, I will go. I do feel like I have to go battle suit, but I don't want to say the cold Star gangs. talked about it before on the podcast. I, I'm going to go with the riptide. Um, the ri- fun, the fun thing about the riptide, which you might not know if, if you're not a, a tower player, is the riptide is actually a very, very rare battle suit. Um, I think there's only a thousand of them that have ever been made. And that's because the um, materials they use for them are, super, are just very, very rare. But it's, it's, also,
2: I just got to add there, it's also because they're all being used by Brian Pullen with lots of drones. Yeah.
1: <laughs> 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 yeah. So I, I I love the idea of of the Riptide. I think it just looks so can, cool. Sorry, it's got this crit, big can it fly? shield. I wish it had a sword. It can fly. I'll allow you to have a sword, I will.
3: allow you to have a sword. Just, I'm quiz quizmaster. I'll, I'll bestow yeah. the sword upon you. I I, I,
1: I, 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 would <laughs> modify it. I, I, would, I would. certainly modify it. Um, I would try not to, you know, kill myself with it, which is obviously a, a downside <laughs> of using something like the riptide. But yeah, I definitely think that's the way you got to go. Just like got some, Gundam wing, you know, like, you know, what's um the Hulkbuster yeah, yeah. armor uh, on steroids? And um, it has like uh... a little Gatling gun
3: as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it pretty cool.
0: Okay, um, okay. I, I think I might have an answer for this. Um, it's kind of out there, though. Okay, would, would it so, expect anything. Question: more? So, does the do any of the drop pods? No, the drop pods don't have the fly keyword, do they? Of course they don't, because they just hit the
2: ground. Yeah, it's they, not flying; it's falling fly. with well, style. <laughs> the, yeah,
0: the dread
1: claw does. If you
2: <laughs> want to be <laughs> <even> <laughs> <crazy>. <laughs> Yeah, they're...
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. you can put it on a flying
0: stash. Yeah, it's so have... super
3: weird. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's
2: bizarre.
0: But I ha- I kind of have two answers for this. So, the first answer is um, a drop pod. Just an Astartes drop pod. And the reason for this is because... Okay, so this is going to be like a vehicle that you get. Right, Rich? That That's the end of this game. Like, yeah, it's just... You just get this vehicle. Yeah,
3: you have this vehicle.
0: Okay, cool. So... The technology involved in creating a drop pod is to the point where you would have...
3: Such a nerd. uh,
0: (laughs) (laughs) But it's true. You would suddenly have access to to world-changing technology that would enable space travel to a degree that we can only dream of right now. In a, t- in a just a small piece of technology. You're, you're the reason so I
3: didn't you would I become... said I had a particular rule for it because you would have said right. like a Gloriana class <laughs> yeah, battle so, cruiser so, or something. Let's, let, I was going to say, <laughs> let's let's cut mod. it
2: down. Let's cut it down. The rule is you okay, just okay, get the I... vehicle. You, you just That's all you get. Yeah, you you get, get the vehicle. Get the you don't vehicle. get any of the additional... You don't get the ability. So you're going to have, what? and this is why I'm going to say to you that a drop pod is a bad choice because you're going to have a drop right. pod sat in your garden doing nothing. Yeah. You can't take off again. So you can just open it up. You can put a bouncy castle inside. You can have it as a No, because then you would
0: sell the technology and thus enable the new space age.
2: That's what you would do. Oh, dear.
0: Okay, so that was one answer. And then the other answer, which is the obvious one, is Warlord Titan. Like, doesn't have the fly keyword. And you'd become the most powerful person on the planet. Immediately. But can, you wouldn't be able to operate it, would you? You need like
1: a team to operate it all the time. A knight would be the better yeah, job. Yeah, so I have you I'm gonna, guys.
2: I'm gonna, <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna come in now. I'm gonna say that, that was gonna be my answer. <laughs> I was gonna go with a knight because you can pilot that on your own, right? And I want the one with the thunderstrike gauntlet so it can pick stuff up. It can lob things. Can it lob could my potentially, <laughs> you
3: could,
2: you could do, you could if you need to okay. work from if you need to work from your knight, you can have a giant keyboard and just tap away with the one thunderstrike gauntlet. It's possible. Okay. You can still operate a computer.
0: Question. Question then, um, which knight? Because they are very different. Some of them. I
2: have the list in front of me, <laughs> um, and the one mm. to get the the one to get the uh, the thunderstrike gauntlet. I think is the preceptor, or you can give it onto the crusader. So the preceptor is quite cool. He's got the laser destroyer. He's quite fun. I don't think I'd go with the. I don't think I'd go with like the castellan with all the guns all over him. He's a bit much, right? You probably want something well, that's you a bit wouldn't... more Pacific Rim.
0: So you wouldn't want to go for, like, the big boy ones, like, with the sword and the shield, unfortunately? No, because this
2: is, like, this is for me, like, also, I don't want to completely destroy the environment around me, right? I want to be able to travel to and from work, right, in yeah. an efficient public transport. I yeah. Friendly yeah. <laughs> I've, got to, I've got to jump over the Thames and okay. get into the city of London, right? I can just sit my night down, stand it next to my building, walk into my office, right? If I've got a, a n- night castellan, that's going to be a nightmare. You can put also, a hand out
3: and walk through the window.
2: I also, I also... Quipster, I can't believe you didn't say this because I was going to say, for a personal transport mm. vehicle from the 41st Millennium, mm-hmm. if you want to get around on, Custody's Jet Bike.
0: They're really big.
2: Yeah, but, but it's like... You went like, for a, you went you for a Warlord you Titan, but yeah, really big. Yeah. For- <laughs> yeah. Went, hang
0: on. Hang on. Hang on. As in, like, a Warlord Titan is designed for humans. Which is why he has no space,
1: Rich. <laughs> no, the Warlord Titan no, like, has taken his parking A spot. Warlord Titan is designed
0: for humans to get in. Whereas a Custody's is... jet bike is designed for a nine-foot-tall armored super warrior. Yeah,
2: you modify it. You just take it down to what you they look called? like you know, a baby Orange on County. it. Orange County. You take it down to Orange County Choppers, right? From uh, from that TV show. The, the and they'll modify <laughs> it for you. They put some nice. I'm just saying, right? It's the Cadillac of the uh, of the 40k world, pimp, right? It's pimp pimp an open Stody's top. Mike jet bike. Pimp Mike Costody <laughs> jet bike, exactly. <laughs> we've taken so what we've done yo dog we've taken the hurricane bolter out and we've installed uh, a really cool set of headlights DJ gear, Booth. So <laughs> it's road it's road legal now <laughs> and a drinks cabinet in the back that'd be nice um, but yeah, like, yeah, because no, like in a night, man. That's awesome. That's well good. I also love the idea of Krips having a warlord Titan, just like taking up all the room in his house, like a, like a terrible oh. episode of grand design. Um, so, like some of
3: the, oh no, like, I've just, the big Titans was actually like walking cities. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's like a big, uh, the em- emperor class mm. ones. Yeah. yeah.
0: So I've, I've got an even better one. Um, have you, do you guys remember the Necromunda stuff that came out and there were those like flying the hoverboards? Yeah, oh,
1: one of those? That would we be have...
0: sick. I do, you do remind me a lot of
1: Green Goblin. <laughs> well, I was going to say, you could what? have, you could have, have
2: the Drakari one, right? You could have the Hellions, so you are actually a flying How's House Vansar, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want right. to right. say. House
0: Vansar, <laughs> right. yeah. Yeah,
2: yeah. Or, or an Eldar jet. What? Wait, wait jet hang on, blog. let's
0: go back to this Green Goblin comment. Well, How? What?
2: You have the acting charm of Willem Dafoe. There we go, we'll make it sound nice.
0: I mean, yeah. to be fair, he does, apparently... We make a
2: lot of
1: disparaging comments
2: about Tom Holland. <laughs> to
1: like be fair, time. apparently,
0: Willem Dafoe has a gigantic penis. So, I'm, I'm down with this. Oh, every time. Oh, every say. episode.
2: Every episode. What, what, what the, the hell? hell?
0: There, was that, there was that film he made with Lars von Trier. And apparently, Lars von Trier had to like could, digitally could see, reduce... Me, me, Adam
1: Rich, made this family-friendly <laughs> show where we complain about her and you Can ruin it every time, time.
2: Bob in in group that you are you on you're on dating apps right you're on you're on dating apps you're, I on, am you're on dating apps right I yeah. I know from the Spotify metrics that a proportion of our listeners are ladies. Uh, if you would like to contact Quipster, he's clearly quite lonely at the moment. He's clearly feeling locked down. He's got you know intimacy on the mind. So somebody please please go and you know go on a date with him. He's a lovely guy. He's a good looking chap. Wow. And uh, and no, I don't want to hear any stories about what you've been up to recently because you know. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, wasn't. There have to be another sensor. Say that. And we need to stop him thinking about so, William Defoe's genitalia.
0: I mean, what I was going to say is, talking about loneliness, and uh, I'm going to go on uh, another tangent here, like, it one of the things I keep on having to describe to people, on dates actually, is the fact that <laughs> it's been really... <laughs> You're lonely. No, <laughs>
3: no, You're seriously. signed out of the game show, yeah? of no. signed off the game show. Is it, just, yeah, is and really? I'm going on my tangent.
0: Uh, so,
2: is this, like, this going like a Werner Herzog style, the inevitable pain of living is misery? Like, is that what you open on dates Well, with? kind of. Um... Like
0: This last year has been really fucking terrible for, I wish, uh, this last year has been really fucking terrible for like a lot of people. And yeah. I do tell people uh, that, you know, I've, I, I play this competitive board game. It's called Warhammer. And it's been an amazing thing for me because I've been on House Party and they're like, House Party, the app from the beginning of first lockdown. I'm like, yeah, I've been on it with the guys. Every single day having, you know, these painting sessions together. And that's one of the big reasons why I've actually not been lonely over lockdown. And it's been really great. And it's it's nice to be able to say that to people. And it, it is actually interesting. The one time I did get lonely in the third lockdown is when we had a bit of a break. And, like, we weren't spending as much time on house party. And there was, like, a few days where I was suddenly just like, oh, my God. I'm actually very lonely right now. Because unlike the rest of these guys i actually live alone um i'm not near that many people um and so i was just like oh god this isn't great so yeah it house party has been uh, pretty fantastic and the hobby in general
2: and so yeah that's my party, you had yeah. to take our Thank mocking you, for... <laughs> you had to take our mocking and turn it into something really lovely didn't you, you... Bastard. Yeah. uh yes. No, did yes, no, no. You, 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 begrudging. No, not begrudgingly. You, you make a very, <laughs> very, very salient point. And look, now that things are opening up again, and we, we, you know, I will say actually talking about community, we had an encounter. Slight like tangent. Of my own. We had an encounter. We were Kryptor uh, uh, and I were playing at Bad Moon Cafe. Uh, the other night and we actually had someone at the next table turn around and go am I listening to the Conclave podcast uh, live edition Um, because you know (laughs) Alex and I were chatting away and probably sounded like the idiots we do on this very um, very show so look if if, you know community is very important and now that things are opening up again if you're somebody who's been listening to the show if you're somebody who's just been watching you know watching Sandman's YouTube watching like uh, other channels watching like stuff around and thinking about getting to the hobby come on down get involved because there's never been a better time to do it and we know how mm. people feel we you know alex is right it is a lonely time for a lot of people when, although things are opening up now and uh, yeah if you'd like to come and get involved in this fantastic community do it do it
1: yeah and you have you also have no idea what this is doing to the to <laughs> it hasn't happened to me so i'm not including myself
0: in this so to, to, to all the guys egos i'm pretty sure <laughs> <exactly what this laughs> it's going to explode dude, dude, um, fucking you know, he... the best like when we were down there me and adam it happened to me twice like this guy came up to me and he was like, hey, are you Quipster? I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, I, I follow your content. I'm here to play some Magic the Gathering. But like, yeah. And we had a chat about his orcs. And then when the thing had happened with me and Adam, we were kind of, we were just playing the game. And this guy just goes, oh, yeah, like, it sounds like a live version of the Conclave. And I had this one split second of the Conclave, but we're on the Conclave. Oh, my God. He's a listener.
2: Oh, my, this is amazing.
0: So, yeah, it was, it was cool. Yeah. And my head is exploding. <laughs>
2: let's let's not let's that's not turn good, it good yeah idea. let's not turn it too much into a circle jerk about our incredibly minor Z, z- beyond sub actually no it's not zed list you know you're not excel you're not excel you know how when <laughs> you keep going right on excel
0: it oh gets it's like Z like...
2: yeah yeah however far yeah. you can get on excel like we're that end of it right let's be clear however oh, yeah. if you do see yeah. us around and you want to say hello Just, you want to ask us questions you want to chat feel free we're nice we're lovely
1: well i do think i do think this is as a public service announcement it's also really important that people do say <laughs> horrible things to quipster. i'm not okay with this uh, at all if, you, if, you, if you've got the time because like l- l- look at him he's, he's got this is too this is too too good for his ego you know he's, he we've got, you, we got to bring him down we got to bring him we me adam and rich put a lot of work in this podcast to insulting quipster and it's all for it's all good, for his so own good <laughs> the greater great uh, good yes yeah. So <laughs> he's he's actually once you get really close to him, he's not like an active-looking wow. uh, <laughs> paws on his skin. Like th- these these are all things <laughs> to bring
3: be up. Um, what's really, so, to be what's like really s- annoying s- is like uh, celebrity. <laughs> my, so I got my my brothers drawing the t-shirts, uh, <laughs> like deciding like t-shirts or logos for us at the moment, and then I I showed him the picture of so quips so he went oh he's the pretty one and i was like, For fuck's sake <laughs> wow
1: so yeah oh uh, yeah no because i i bet what's it hasn't no one's no, no one's recognized me i i i i think what's going to happen is i'm going to go in as i said before and someone's going go, you're equipped his friend and that's gonna, that's going to break i'll <laughs> leave batman cafe and never come back. One of us, then,
3: like the, when adam and i got recognized as well it's because we were i think it's because we were talking to each other but Anyway, while I'm <laughs> able to talk and I can actually sign off the the game show, guys, we do an Instagram post when we ever launch every one of our podcasts. So once you've listened to it, go back and tell us what vehicle you would choose, because that'd be interesting. That's a good shout. That's a good shout. Thank you so much. No, it'd be, no, it no it'd be interesting <laughs> to see what people choose. And mm. th- please don't get into a uh,
2: technological debate about whether you can sell uh-huh. the parts from your Drop Pod to NASA. No,
0: do that. Absolutely do that. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. This is where we find out the yeah. technology is actually <laughs> extremely like primitive, and they just drop. They basically just drop the space debris down, like, which tin is pretty can. much what they do now, <laughs> like, right? When it. they like
3: move yeah. people from the space station they literally yeah. just point you're gonna yeah you're gonna, <laughs> go. you're gonna turn up
2: with your with your drop pod technology Cripster, and they're gonna go yeah we had this in 1959 it's called the apollo module uh you know <laughs> <laughs> we, we went to the moon with it a few times mate we're, we're done we've done that we're working on new stuff <laughs> yeah yeah yeah
1: <laughs> there yeah. were a few issues <laughs> <laughs> um, but I will say Crimson um, you do have before we finish up you do have something to yes. uh, talk about right yes. and it's um, nothing weird personally.
0: I promise um, so well. basically <laughs> I'm going to make it weird right because of all the stuff you... well okay so <laughs> basically uh, for listeners out there who don't know this uh, there is a podcast at the moment called Forge the Narrative and Forge the Narrative is I think at this point the biggest 40 <laughs> they're like us they're like, but good to be fair they've been yeah, going for about 8 years now it's run by a guy called Paul Murphy he's an absolute legend um, and what he I, I've been chatting with Paul, Paul for like quite a while now and he I was like just like voice. yo dude he has a fantastic voice Um voice. but yeah so he contacted me a while ago and he said yo dude um, I love what you're doing on the fireside chat I love what you're doing with the conclave do you want to have an interview show segment on the the Narrative YouTube channel And I said, yes, that sounds fantastic. And so, yeah, from now on, I'm going to be doing uh, an interview show for Forge the Narrative. Uh, It's probably going to be tacked on the end of their podcast episodes as well. And it's going to be uh, online on the YouTube channel. So far, uh, I've recorded episodes with Ed Reza and uh, Paul himself.
1: (laughs) Well, actually, that won't work because when I spoke to you um, about in that podcast uh, I, I actually talked about gene Cult and then Chapter Approved came which obviously changed <laughs> everything oh no wait oh
0: no way, it's still
1: wait safe. when
3: did we do all? we ate
0: so long ago uh, do you remember like we talked about chronic illness in the hobby
3: oh okay yeah I'm still ill so it's still relevant <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah Chap- Chapter
2: Approved again Chapter did it Approved not. didn't fix. Also, Richard's on. also I will say
0: uh, Adam has just put in the chat like what about me like
2: and, uh, yeah, no i, rem- I remember we... <laughs> this now i remember yeah. this now you did to be fair you did actually ask and i've because when it's like richest one like it was so long ago it was like back in the mists of time yeah. in like in in high covid and there was like you know thinking about changing things oh, yeah. and stuff so yeah no but we'll, we'll we'll get on that we'll get on that and i can offer my yeah, we'll opinions happen. on something i don't know whether you want to talk about really it's your show you're like the terry wogan of forge of the narrative
0: <laughs> precisely but less well known but yeah, that was uh, that was my my hobby news for the moment. Um, yeah, unless you guys had anything else. Did you,
3: didn't you say anything about fantastic fireside chat? Wasn't there- that
0: is also a thing. I've talked about that before. But yeah, I also have the fireside chat, which is on uh, DZTV, which is uh, an interview show where I chat to people in the hobby. I've got uh, Dave naked. There you go. Amazing. Well, actually, uh, listeners, you should know this. I did go and put a t-shirt on because it is much cooler in here for, for everyone else's comfort. Um, but yeah, no, I'm. I've got uh, Dave from Mini Wargaming. I'm doing a Fireside Chat with next week. I just did one with Winters and Grey Knight SEO, um, and I'm trying to organise one with Jim Vessel at the moment. So yeah, all the.
3: Oh, who does he, what does he collect? uh thousand Suns.
0: You know, I think he might have a couple. <laughs> 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 There's a yeah, bit of delay like, on that, it Rich. Myself. <laughs> 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 I want you, oh, whoever's editing this, I want you to edit that to be a longer delay. <laughs>
2: Just put it, put it right there, <laughs> yeah.
0: and say the word, say the word, <laughs> say the word, <laughs> pause as well.
2: Pause, and oh, there we go. <laughs> yeah, we got, we got there eventually. We got there eventually. That's what matters.
1: brilliant well unless there is any other business to attend to for anybody i don't believe there is so we are going to wrap up there so yeah you can find Crypster on forge the narrative and you can find us all um in the place you're currently listening (laughs) and also (laughs) and and, also i will say Apple Podcasts, listeners, welcome back,
2: you lucky oh, yeah. ducks. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. You lucky ducks. Oh, <laughs> um,
0: oh. Hang on. Before we quit, uh, there was one thing uh, I need to do. I need to say congratulations to The Sandman for reaching 1,000 uh, subscribers oh, yeah, on well YouTube. Done. Well done. Oh,
1: yeah. Well done. Well done. Well done. Clap, you. clap, clap. I, didn't, well I couldn't you tell. Uh, weirdly, it. I couldn't tell what I was going I was like, am I pregnant yeah. or something? I, I, okay. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, that's been really cool. That's, yeah, I've loved it. I've loved it a lot nice one dude um, so yeah I mean I'll be looking for that partnership with GW which they won't give to me once they find out I was not very happy with the GSC points changes
2: but also, also, <laughs> outside,
1: outside of that if, you, um, yeah, if yeah, you're um, interested um, in a yeah. video
2: that's um, mainly just uh, the word aberrance followed by endless swear words for an hour Check out uh, <laughs> check out the Sandman hobby on YouTube. No. Well, the thing go is, they, they, they did
1: they did take they did take away my favorite thing to moan about. My favorite thing to moan about was to compare aberrance to Sanguinary Guard because so they were the same points, and then mm-hmm. just go like, every single stat, just compare it, and then just be worse. But um, no, they 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 That's increased like, the, bad, they, they, increased increased the point, they, they increased the they increased the points of Sanguinary Guard by two points, which you know which was, was fine. Um, <laughs> but like why why aberrance Aber- thirty points? Why why? Yeah, they should lower those <laughs> yeah yeah or something i don't know <laughs> anyhow um i, I will start myself so yeah we will see you guys um, for the next one and uh yeah goodbye Bye. Bye.